0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Clockwork Cantina. I have successfully hit all the buttons. You can hear me. I am one of your hosts, Josh902. This is our other host.
1: I'm DT3. Hello, everyone. Hello. You guys
0: can hear Daniel. I'm going to turn Daniel up for you guys, because I know sometimes it's a little quiet on my end for some reason. Um, but welcome to the Clockwork Cantina. Sorry we did not have an episode last week, but I got... So Monday was like... It was one of those days where it was like, I haven't had them in a while, where I just kind of, I just don't feel like doing anything. I get kind of sad and feelings and it's weird, weird things, normal things, but weird things. So you get like that sometimes. Uh, so we didn't have a show Monday, uh, which I apologize for if you were looking forward to that. Um, but we have a show for you this week. Uh, we're going to do D&D Part 4 here, which by the way, I'm not prepped at all for. So this is going to be great, but it's fine because I have tools that are going to help us. A- and I made the conscious decision when I when I realized we were doing D and D this week, I'm like, I'm not gonna prep for this because it's gonna be. I want everybody to see what it's like to do it normally, um, for part four, um. But that's in our second half of the show. Um, this is episode seventy nine, by the way, um, which is mm-hmm. one more. And we'll be at episode eighty, which is fucking dope,
1: big eight oh,
0: which is awesome, um, uh, but the uh. Also, last week I finally finished moving everything out of my fucking house. I figured I'd uh, I'd address that at this moment. Everything is out of my old home. It's completely a hundred percent done. Thank God. I, I have I have I have a few boxes over here of like books. I, I Snapchatted my books out the other day. I was like, "Who wants books?" Because I have just boxes of books. Um. But uh hi everybody and welcome to the show. it has been a it has been a l it's been a it's been a little bit since we talked. Um we have a lot of news to go through because we have like uh last week's and this week's news gathering. Um so uh let's hop into it first off though by doing what we do every week, which is what have we been up to the past two weeks? Uh because we took that week off. Uh so Daniel, you start us off here I see your notes that you have a fuckload of stuff that you've been up to. It's How been a,
1: been been a been a uh, quite of a what's the word? It's been a busy two weeks, man. I think you know, like, uh, mm-hmm. yeah. so played a, so I've been playing a lot of games, watching you know movies and stuff as you as usual. Uh, finished Mass Effect three finally, like you know, forever ago, like
0: hundred percent a done. while.
1: Yeah, we're done. We're done with the with the trilogy. That's it. And also, all of the all of my uh, YouTube videos for Mass Effect should be up now. Like, all three games, like, from start to finish should be up on YouTube. If you want to... If you guys ever want to check out my run, uh, go over to my YouTube channel and uh, check that out, because how's it, all how's it games feel? are up now. How's it, it feel that you
0: that whole series? You're a fan now, yeah?
1: It feels, yeah oh, absolutely. I, I, <laughs> I am absolutely a fan. I like i I'm looking forward to doing our n seven episode in in mm-hmm. because we will be doing one
2: yes uh right.
1: and uh I just like now that I've completed them, I understand why people love this series so much right mhm it's got a lot of a lot of great characters, and then the thing that i i guess i didn't expect to uh i didn't expect to be as good as it was was like the the lore and the world building and just the universe in general like it's really it's good, insane man. like it's fucking like, crazy. yeah there's like so much backstory and history and all these like you know races and and you know species or whatever you want to call them and, and then you know like the the things that they've you know been through and done and like you know this person and that and has done this and that that person has done that and like you know this is where you know oh this person knows this person from over here like yo that's crazy and then like the thing i also didn't expect was when i was playing the first game is like it's only been, what, like 40 years since First Contact by the by the point of the first game?
2: I've something like, like that. that. I was like, yeah, dude, some... that's
1: fucking nuts. And it's been 40 years and the humans already have like a human specter and like, you know, a place on the Citadel and like they're trying to get in on, you know, like, uh, you know, all that stuff. And I'm like, that's crazy, dude, after only 40 years.
0: One of the things that's mentioned during the game, and I'm sure we'll talk about this when we do the end of an episode, but I, I think it's worth mentioning here because we're talking about how it's 40 years and, and like we're already kind of have a specter and everything, uh, a place on the council eventually and stuff like that.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, one of the things that's mentioned in the game is just that humans are extremely adaptable um, compared to every other uh, species in Citadel space. It's like we can adapt to almost any situation and that adaptability is why it has kind of uh, slingshotted the human race in Mass Effect kind of to the uh, forefront, which some races don't like. Like, some species just hate that, that the humans are kind of like that. Yeah. Uh, that, that we're kind of uh, rushing into things. But we'll definitely talk more about that during our N7 episode.
1: For sure, uh, for sure. That'll because be
0: it is class. it is nutty. It is nutty. And I, I, I love the idea of playing a game where you do First Contact uh, because like that is would be so interesting learning about all these other, uh, species and 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 races for the first time. You kind of get that with Andromeda, Mass Effect yeah. Andromeda, but um.
1: Which speaking of Andromeda, like I, I I I you know if you if for those who are watching or listening that don't know, I originally played Andromeda as my very first Mass Effect game like years ago when it kind of when it first came out,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and like while I enjoyed it at the time like i would love to like go back and like revisit it at some point now that i've done the original trilogy just to see like you know obviously there were things at the time that i that i wouldn't understand and whatnot but like now i'm like man what would it be like to go back and and replay that now that i've done the trilogy you know so yeah i mean it's yeah again i enjoyed it at the time but like i feel like i would enjoy i think honestly even more now that i've played the trilogy like, let's be real, dude. Like, if I liked it at the, uh, you know, when I, when I first played it before the trilogy, like, I feel like I'm, I would just enjoy it even more nowadays. So. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. <clears throat> uh, what else you been up yeah, to? F- finally, finally made it to that, and that was fun. Uh, played a little bit of Sea of Thieves, played a little bit of Payday 2. Uh, this, those are some games that I haven't played in a hot minute that I wanted to. Um that you know it was just fun to get back to uh finally got back to that played some predator hunting grounds um played some more apex and then I reinstalled Warzone so I've been playing some of that or I played a little bit of that I got to play more of it though um I well we started kind of playing Red Dead Online again like a you know the group of us so I yeah. been getting into that again and it's been a good time. I uh, you know, been been upgrading and, and buying the things that I need from, from my stuff. Like I fully upgraded my moonshine check now and my camp and like I, I got I got things I got things in, in in a good spot so I can, you know uh fully maximize you know what you can do in that. Um and I saw fun with it, you know. So Definitely been playing that. I probably I'll, honestly, I'll probably play more a bit later today. You know, yeah, that's, uh, that's fun, fun time. Yeah, I've been hopping on uh, there too with you. It's fun. Yeah, and then uh, I I played the alpha for the Vampire the Masquerade uh, Blood Hunt. What do you think I of that? Streamed, I I, I didn't streamed try that on Friday, and uh, I thought it was I thought it was fun. Like I had fun with it for what it was. You know what I mean? Um. I didn't really see anything that was, like, that made it, like, super special from other um, BRs. But I will say that most other Battle Royales were, what, like, first person, right? Mm -hmm. This one was a third person game, so it was kind of it kind of felt to me like if you combine Fortnite with the third person you know, uh, aspect of it, and then, like, you gave your characters like, abilities and powers and stuff, like, you know, maybe like Overwatch or like a like a Valorant, you know, you combine a few of these things together, and and you know it, it, that's what it was. I, I mean, I enjoyed it. It was, it was, you know, again, it's like it's like your normal battle royale, but I mean, I, I definitely I would have to say that I enjoy it more than other than some of the other ones. I mean, uh, like definitely Fortnite, because I mean, again, I I typically like playing games in third person more so than first. That's just like a personal preference of mine. Um, so that i really like and then like the fact that i don't have to build a house like fortnite to you know try to get away or escape or you know take cover or something while i'm getting yeah. shot at is pretty good because that's one of the reasons why i don't like fortnite is that you know the building aspect of it which i just never never liked i like i i realize that that's what separates it from the other brs but i just never liked that um and then yeah, I mean it was I, I played like two and a half hours of it. Um Yeah, it was cool. I mean the, the matchmaking didn't take a whole long a whole lot of time. You get in, get out. Um Yeah, I mean I mean it, it was fine. Like, you know, they had different classes. You could play as like different, you know, vampire types and whatnot, and each had their own abilities and, and, and stuff and that's cool. Um yeah, I mean it was it was fine. Um I think it's going to end up being like a free-to-play game, if I'm not mistaken, right?
0: I don't actually know, but
1: probably. I thought I heard somewhere it was, but anyway.
0: Yeah, probably.
1: Uh, Yeah. And then, uh, you know, and then obviously, we've, we, you and I have both been playing some more Saints Row 3, which we should continue again tomorrow, I believe. We will.
0: We will be continuing tomorrow.
1: Yeah, we'll, we'll continue more because, this week. Because
0: I got all that moving shit out of the way. That is done. So I got nothing to do. But play video games. Video games.
2: Yeah, so we'll continue with Saints
1: Row Three. Come by Daniel's stream for that. Yeah, Yeah, come check it out. We'll be doing the co-op run of that, continuing it. Um obviously I've been watching the last, you know, few episodes of Loki and the Bad Batch. That's you know, as usual, per you know, every week for the past however long those two shows have been out for. Uh, every Saturday, I do a Clone Wars group watch for some people that have never seen it. That's always fun. Uh, then I watched a few movies that I hadn't seen. Uh, I watched the Demon Slayer uh, movie, which I thought was great. You know, the train one. Uh, really, really good. Uh, I can see why Japan was losing their shit over that movie, because it is really good. Uh, if you watch the Demon Slayer anime and you haven't seen this, I definitely recommend to do so. Uh, it was on Funimation uh so definitely check that out or go to the theater and watch it or you know whatever works for you but really really good definitely give that a shot it was fantastic um i watched death proof the tarantino movie from 2007 um what a bizarre movie that was i'd never seen it it was um (laughs) i I will say though (laughs) kurt russell's great Kurt Russell's great in that movie, but uh, it is—it's a weird movie, man. I—I <laughs> I was just like, "What is going on right now?" But uh, I mean, I didn't—I did not like it. But I was just like, "This is just strange, man." But no, I mean, it was—yeah, it was, it was. I'd never seen it, so it was my first time watching it. Uh, it was quite the experience. And then yesterday, like last night, a few of us group watched uh, *America* the motion picture. Which let me tell you, if you want, if you want an accurate representation of American history, go watch America the Motion Picture because it is what a what a time, what a what a what a fun, silly, stupid, goofy movie that was, man. <laughs> I I recommend watching it at least once because it is, it is great. Like like I I had, I had a fun time watching it, dude. Like it was just seeing all the references and shit that they like pulled out was amazing. Just go go watch it. It's free. Yeah, I need to check that out. I haven't seen it. And then and then lastly, uh yeah, it, it, lastly, um, I've been uh auditioning for more voice voice acting stuff. So been trying to, you know, do a little bit more of that. But sometimes when you try to look for things, there isn't anything that like either I'm not too interested in or like you know Oh these here are these slots and they're all filled up already so I'm like okay well let's find something else right but no it, it's been it's been fun uh, I even had somebody like reach out to me that I didn't even contact or I don't even know I still don't know what the project is cuz they like contacted me and they're like yo please voice act for my you know so and so thing and I'm like oh, then they're like oh I'll pay you I promise and I'm like I mean, like, give me, give me a link, and I'll check it out. Like, I, I don't, you know, I, I, <laughs> I still haven't received, I still haven't heard anything back from this person, but, uh, like, you know, but yeah, it's, it's been fun, like, you know, doing, uh, you know, auditioning for, for things and whatnot. Uh, I just enjoy, you know, I, I, I just enjoy doing voiceover stuff. Uh, it's, it's a lot of fun. It's a good time. So that's, yeah. that's pretty much what I've been up to the past two weeks. Um, yeah, it's been it's been, it's been, been right. good, though. Been good stuff.
0: All right. So I've been up to a lot of the same things that Daniel has. I've been playing Red Dead. We've been doing Saints Row, obviously. Um, we've been playing some Predator Hunting Grounds, or we were. We've kind of moved on to Red Dead again. Um, sea of Thieves, I tried for the very first time. I uh, enjoy it with friends. I don't know if I'd enjoy playing solo, but I enjoy playing with friends. Um, uh, Loki, I'm enjoying uh, Loki quite a bit. Out of all the shows so far, I'm liking I'm liking Loki pretty close to the top. I'd I'd put it. I enjoyed all of them, obviously, but like I'm really enjoying Loki, and a lot of that just has to do with like the character of Loki's just. Great. Helston's acting in that show's good. If you haven't checked it out, check it out. Um uh I played some more Myth, but I think there was like a couple of weeks that was like that week we we missed. So, uh I did another one of the storylines that's in there. Had a lot of fun with it. Um but I can tell some things are starting to get a little repetitive, mostly in the combat, but I need to try some of the other stories. Because uh, I think the game gets harder, but I could definitely tell a little bit of repetition. What What makes *Wolverine* great is just the um, uh, just the randomness of it. Like you know, characters having kids, and then uh, those kids becoming adventurers and joining the party, or or maybe your one of your characters has this hidden destiny and like becomes a wolf man for some reason, which happened to. Daniel, do you remember I named one of my characters Ronan, and he ended up ended up having a secret destiny, and ended up becoming like a was it? he was like half he was like a bear man or like a he ended up turning into like a bear man wolf man kind of deal, like a and it was, that that's what makes that game enjoyable. It's just kind of like the randomness of it. Um, uh, the Steam Summer Sale happening. I bought quite a few things. I had a, I got a gift of some things, but uh, so far I bought. The Bioshock collection, because I'd love to run through those again. Um, I bought the complete edition of Darkest Dungeon. That's all the DLC and stuff. Um, I bought Elix, which is something I've wanted to check out. It's a little bit of an older game, and it's got some jank to it, but I was messing around with it. And Winter saw, saw fit to gift me with a copy of the Halo Master Chief Collection. Master Chef, we're gonna master Chef it up at some point we, in the we, future. We're don't
1: cook it up man we don't yeah we're gonna
0: up. you know we're gonna cook it up real real good on stream at some point, um which will be me roasting that no I'm not gonna roast it uh, <laughs> I did think it was funny i honestly I thought I thought when are you such a- you you, you you're doing this just because I don't like halo <laughs> but uh we will be playing <laughs> that at some point in the future, uh. Maybe maybe a big giant co-op dealio. We'll see. We'll see. No plans exactly yet, but um, that would be pretty dope. I also got Black Wake Maggie gifted that I think to me because um, uh, we we've, we've been we were playing the Sea of Thieves and we wanted a bigger pirate boat, so that's what we'll get to do there. Um, and I logged in the Star Wars: The Old Republic the other day just for like shits and giggles. And I, I I found out that they implemented like a, a oh what's it like a game a battle pass, pass battle thing? battle pass that's what they're called a battle pass type system where as you do things you unlock uh, some items some mounts some pets some gear um, uh, which there is yeah. some SWTOR news I think we'll probably talk about um, as well uh, and uh, Final Fantasy uh, fourteen I resub to Final Fantasy. Uh, 14. I had subbed to it not too long ago, but ended up getting busy and not getting to play it. Um, I've have, I have resubbed and I am playing it. I played I played this morning when I go. I woke up at like seven because I, I I passed out real early last night. I was so tired last night. I didn't even say goodbye in Discord. I was just like I was like a zombie. I'm like I'm so sleepy. So I just I just dipped. I felt kind of bad afterwards, but I, well I felt bad after I woke up the next day because when you're half asleep you don't give a fuck about anything. Um. Uh. So so I woke up early and was playing that with the I'm playing a lancer, uh, um, dragon-like guy with giant horns. He looks like a male Tiefling from D and D. Um. Also, I got some things in the mail that we can show off here. Let me pull it off the shelf here. First thing we have is the the Dune Adventures in the Imperium role-playing game by uh, um, Mo- modifius Modefius. I don't know how to say the company name. They're a foreign uh, company. I forget where they're actually from. Uh, but somewhere in Europe. <laughs> uh, so I got that in the mail uh, the other day. Along with the collector edition covers. So anybody that knows me... Sorry, I'm not facing the microphone, so you guys probably can't hear me talking. For anybody that knows me knows I'm a giant Dune fan. Um, so I got all three of these special edition covers. You've got House Atreides, you've got House Harkonnen, which I think this one I like the most, um, and you got House Carino. Anybody that knows Dune knows that all three of these houses are very important in the Dune, uh, series, and I can't wait for the new film to come out, and I actually can't wait to dive into this game, um, at some point, because I know we're going to. I'm sure I can rope Daniel into it somehow. Always do. Um. Let me put these back on the shelf. Um. And I think that's about all I've been up to the past week. There's something else on the shelf I'm going to grab when we get to part two of today's show, but you'll see it when we get to that. Um. But yeah, that's all I've been up to. Uh. Oh, I got some D and D minis. Um, unfortunately, like two of them are broken, so I got to fix them with some glue. Oh yeah, I
1: did see that on the uh, on Snapchat. Yeah.
0: You know, well, when you're dealing with minis, this is something that happens actually quite often. Is that they'll just get even in, in when you travel somewhere and you take your minis, they they can break pretty easy because they're small and they're delicate. and You got to be careful with them. But they're you, you right. can always glue them back together. It's not a big deal really. Um, so I wasn't upset at all. I was like, I can fix this easy. So um I also have to put them on their mounts, uh, their their bases, not mounts. Um uh I got those off Etsy and they weren't they weren't expensive at all. If they were like giant expensive things, I'd be upset, but they're not giant expensive things. They were really cheap. Uh because 3D printing has made getting minis super easy. Um and cheap. You just get them printed for you. Um, Daniel, if uh, you don't have anything else you want to talk oh, about, we can good, we can hop into the main dealio here.
1: Is there? What do we
0: have a first? And we'll be searching for news too, because so, I, I know I personally haven't been looking in the last few days. The first thing that
1: me. I have is uh, there was a official trailer for uh Alien Air Aliens Fire Team Elite, which is a game that I'm looking forward to. Ooh. Uh, there we go. And this came out a couple of weeks ago, you know, but
0: it's a little bit of an older trailer, but it's still cool.
1: But still, I had it on here for you know, yeah. Uh, so we can check it out here on the stream. And we
0: are playing this with sound, um, because I think we're good on that.
1: Uh, I'm looking forward to this. A dangerous universe. Yeah, I am too. I'm, I'm, I'm really hyped about this. I mean, I love Alien and Aliens in general, and a type of game like this, is, I think, is perfect for this uh, universe. And I'm,
2: mm-hmm.
1: I'm hyped. the The only issue that I think both of us have is that three mm-hmm. people is just far too low.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, I need at least like four, and really, I would love more than that. Just because we have so many fucking friends nowadays that like, play games with, not to humble brag, yeah. humble brag a little bit, we got a lot of gamer friends that we play games with
1: um we could easily some, get like a big group of, or, yeah well we can easily get a, a solid group of people for this you know what i mean
0: i mean like look how big our red dead groups are right like sometimes we can't even fit everybody in the posse like it's a little no
1: we can't like we, they're it's 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 really crazy like you said you do you, you think that having seven people or seven slots for people would be enough but like sometimes it ain't man oh no, it ain't like
0: uh, but yeah, that's Alien Fire Team Elite. Uh, when that comes out, August twenty fourth, I think is what that said.
1: So soon. Uh, yeah, like like real soon, like like next month soon. Next month. Pre-order now
0: and receive the Hard Marine pack. Uh, oh, there's a chest booster remote. Cool. Well, I'm looking forward to that. I know we'll be checking that out. Absolutely.
2: Uh,
1: Absolutely, I, yeah, I, 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 I'm all about those kind of games, and again, especially when you have, uh, a good universe like Alien and Aliens, you know, the Aliens universe, and with that kind of stuff, it just, I think it blends in well, uh, the blends in very well together, like the, the combination of the two. So. Mm-hmm. so yeah, all
2: right. I'm, what do I'm, we get next?
1: Yeah. Next up, we have uh, Ghost of Tsushima Director's Cut.
0: Yes. Which is
1: confirmed. It was originally leaked that they were going to be doing a a standalone, like, you know, game or expansion or something, you know, for Tsushima. Yes. It was was officially confirmed they're doing a Director's Cut. There is a trailer for it, which we're watching now. Mm -hmm. And then, uh, yeah, it was. Confirmed for the PS five and I and for PS4 too, right? Or is it just ps
0: Yes, yes, it is both. Um okay. PS five gets some better features because obviously it's better tech. Um I know that I'll be playing this, I know you're gonna be playing this. Uh because oh, we I mean, love Tsushima. Tsushima
1: it's is so one good. of my favorite games of all time, dude. Like like legit, like I'm not even joking when I say that. Like it's one of my favorite games ever. It only came out last year, but to me, it's a modern classic. And I, uh... again, it was my, it was, it was both of our game of the years last year. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like we both agree that that was like, that was the game. Fantastic! I I fucking love this game, dude. Like.
0: I do too. And I, I can't see, I can't wait to see where this franchise goes. Use armor. Um. Uh. (laughs) You know, this yeah, is going to be a the Horse Armor uh, is cool, man. <laughs> no, I like so fucking dope. Uh Uh so this will be next month as well, I guess. Uh 820, so August 20th. Um Are you going to are you going to get this or are you going to wait for PS 5
1: You're going to get this, right? Um I want like I so the I already so when I originally got the first game, I got the whatever version came, whatever version had the steelbook, right? So mm-hmm. I own the steelbook of Ghost of Tsushima. So I want to, but I don't know. I I I got I gotta like actually like read a little bit more of the details about like you know the 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 differences and 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 stuff because um yeah like i said I, I i like I already own like the like if I could just get like the expansion and and all that stuff, then I'll probably just end up doing that i
0: i think you can uh, from my understanding is that if you can if you can uh you can get the just the, the little expansion part if you if that's all you need um i think that works for both p s four and p s five although i think the p s five you gotta pay like an extra ten bucks if you get the p s five a uh, little upgrade version is, of it,
1: which is which is fine, you know. I, to be mm-hmm. honest,
0: I I think that's what that is. Um, I I would love to have a PS5 and do the little upgrade, but man, it's hard to get one right now. Um,
1: yeah, I yeah, we I still don't have a PS5 either. So
0: I was just I was saying I was on GameStop the other day. They were doing a a, a bundle thing, and I had one in the cart, and I could have got it, but it was like I didn't want to spend eight hundred dollars on a bundle. It's like man, that's a lot of money. I, I don't want and it's for all this stuff that like I'm not sure I need. Like if I can just get like the console and like upgrade a few of like Tsushima, right? Like there's nothing really that's like I need this PS5 now, other than like I'd like to play the upgraded version of Tsushima and see how that controller is. Like, but I'm not gonna spend eight hundred bucks to do that do that, you know?
1: Like, yeah, the, the controller, uh, the dual sense controller seems like it's pretty, pretty cool.
2: Um
1: but so yeah, if I, mean, I could somehow can, swing just, just a basic
2: console
1: up. There isn't really yeah. like, 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 I love to play Miles Morales because, you know, I played mm-hmm. the, the first Spider-Man game. But like, yeah, I mean, there isn't really anything that I'm like, oh, I need a PS5 right now. Like, here's like the eventually things. I'm, I'm going to want one. But, you know,
0: if if I were going to have a PS5 right now, here's what I would be doing. The only thing I'd be doing is the Ghost of Tsushima Director's Cut little upgrade. And and like the Spider-Man upgrade and like the God of War upgrade, the, all that shit that works on PS5, that would be it. There's nothing like, other than Miles, right? And that's because I'd be playing Spider-Man. Um, yeah. there, there's really nothing that's grabbing me. Well then, because we're at those we're in the, we're in this current generation that's new, and so there's not a lot out there yet. That's happens fresh, every time. Fresh, gen, yeah. So, you know, happens every time they do a new gen. It's oh, not no, a big deal. I
1: will say now that I remembered, Returnal seems like like it, uh, like it was pretty good, from what I heard people say.
0: Yeah, I think it got good reviews. I know streamers spoke spoke pretty highly of it.
1: I, I to be honest, I forgot the game was out, but then yeah. I remembered. So I know you, know you
0: were pretty interested in it.
1: Yeah, the, that's probably something that I'll want to check out as well. Whenever I get a PS Five, yeah. But yeah, the point is, there isn't like a like a like a huge amount of games that for the P, that are like PS Five exclusives. So you're like, man, I really need a PS Five for that. Yeah. But anyway, Ghost right. Tsushima... We love the game. We're we're excited for this expansion. Um, definitely can't wait to play. I also want to play more of the uh, on the the online stuff because I haven't in a long time, and I really enjoyed it when I when I did. So, and it was something that we had asked for. Like we wanted, like you know, back when they hadn't added it yet, and it was like such a good thing for them to do when they did. I was very happy with that.
2: Um, uh, next, yeah, up, I'm I'm super excited have... for
0: for MotoGros to Shishima stuff Um,
1: so yes, recently in the news, there's been a lot of um, GTA Six talk, and while none of it is like actual news, I think it's still interesting if maybe we brought it up uh just to talk yeah. about a little, a little bit because like, we had we had an episode like forever ago where we kind of like talked about like you know GTA Six and what we would like for it to be and all that stuff. Um. So there's been a lot of reports and well more like rumors probably but um uh that it obviously it, it won't be releasing this year. Uh and it'll probably be like several years before it even, you know, like think of like 2025 probably by the time you know we get a GTA 6, right? Cuz Especially I mean, if they haven't even started like super working on it yet, then yeah, I mean, it's gonna take a while. But um, yeah, the uh, this is all like based off like a uh, Take Two's like you know, uh, financial results or whatever. Yeah. Uh, that they plan to release many games this year, but none of them obviously are GTA Six. Um. Like WWE 2K and NBA 2K are are ones that are usually always out every year for them, so that's something that they do. And uh, uh, so the some of the room the reports and and rumors for the for GTA 6 are like they, which is something that I would would like if they were true, is that they're going back to Vice City, but it was yes. like a modern day Vice City, and, and it's like. Yeah, it would be great because I mean we haven't seen Vice, we haven't had Vice City since Vice City, right? So, Mm -hmm. so yeah, like I'm, I'm all, I'm all for it, I'm all about it. Um, again, there isn't really like any real news, but it's just like you know rumors and reports and you know about all this and a lot
0: of speculation. Yeah,
1: really, yeah, like it's 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 kind of surprising, like how much. G- GTA 6 has been in the news lately for there to be no real news about it. Right? Um yeah. It's Rockstar yeah, I mean,
0: is a company that makes me scratch my head cuz they almost they almost never talk. Like they almost never talk about anything that they're working on true, or yeah. doing, right? Like it's it's like and then out of out of nowhere you'll get a trailer for something. Like I remember when Red Dead Redemption 2 was announced. Bro, I can't tell you how hype I was. I know you were fucking hype, too, like, cause we love Red Dead redemption. Um, mm-hmm. so, so what what makes me curious is like if there, if if all all speculation, if this is what's going on, like what are what is Rockstar up to in the meantime of of of, of, of you know starting to build G t the next Gta you know what I mean? Well, I like, was looking at and
1: yeah, i was I'm looking at something another article here, and it says, that gta 6 is still in so they're in they are in development but they're in early development for gta Mm -hmm. 6 and that obviously again it may not release till 2025 and then there's the leak that claims it'll have an evolving world like fortnite um so uh bloomberg reporter jason schreier uh recently corroborated uh a leaker's video, which there's a video um, on YouTube, uh, which you can probably find if you look it up. I mean, I'm, you know, uh, from this guy called uh, Tom Henderson, uh, detailing, you know, rumors and predictions and stuff, and. And and he says, he claims that the game will take place in a modern setting that includes Vice City in some capacity. Uh, with the map changing over time in the same vein as re- Fortnite's regular makeovers. Uh, and that GTA 6 will continue with multiple playable characters, including a female protagonist who will take on a hacker role. Uh, and yeah, his, his prediction for the release date is like 2024 or 2025. Uh... And that, uh, let's see. Uh, oh, and that the reason why the game is still so far away is because of a uh, crunch culture, apparently. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, makes sense. So, yeah.
0: If 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 this all turns out to be true, I'm. Do- I think it's dope to go back to Vice City. I yeah, hope we I'm get to see. Uh, to- I hope we get to see Tommy again. You know, I loved Vice City. That was my first experience really that was with GTA. Cool to see, like
1: an older Tommy. yeah. I, yeah. I, I wanted to see, like I remember when like GTA five was coming out. Like I wanted to see a fucking older CJ in that, you know, like it'd be cool. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, that too. Yeah, but I mean uh, yeah. We'll see. But
0: we'll yeah, see. Uh, we'll uh, see it in like four years, I guess. <laughs> four or five
1: years. Yeah, like three <laughs> to four years, hopefully. Uh but yeah, basically Jason Schreier was kind of—he basically was like, "Yo, everything that this guy has been saying on his video is kind of what I've been hearing too." So,
2: mm-hmm. yeah, Rockstar so, needs yeah.
0: to stop being so tight-lipped all the damn time.
1: I want info. Yeah, I mean, I, I I'm, <laughs> I'm 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 for it if that's what they're wanting to do. I I'd, I'd love to go back to Vice City. A modern day Vice City would be interesting as hell, you know. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that'd be cool, you know. Again, this is all just you know rumors and reports and this and that and you know hearsay. What do they?
0: What stuff. do they mean by evolving world like Fortnite? Like I don't know shit about Fortnite. I don't even know what that means. Does it? Does it go into? Does it explain that at any anywhere in in, in these articles about what that means? Like, I have no clue what that actually means.
1: <laughs> so I I mean I just get I I guess that just Fortnite has like a they do like a seasons type of thing, right?
2: They oh, okay. Like change
1: yeah. up the map every once in a while, whatever. I guess that's what that means. I I I'm not really sure, you know.
0: Yeah, if anybody knows Fortnite and has any fucking flu, <laughs> let us know, because I uh like it's easy to be like it'll include a Fortnite like evolving map. I have no idea what that means, <laughs> like at all. So, um, I'm also kind of curious, you know, with with GTA RP, Kind of becoming a, a a big thing, you know. And this is all still early, obviously. But like, I wonder if uh, Rockstar would would make that something that's easier to do. Like, would they would they feed into that? Because I mean, I wonder how many copies uh, that that GTA s- sold just based off the GTA RP stuff. You know what I mean? Like, I think if it was me at Rockstar, I'd be like, I want to cater to those fans a little bit, you know, to get them to do some uh. GTA RP stuff on the, on the next GTA. So you know who mm-hmm.
1: Rockstar needs to cater to? The Red Dead fans, bro. <laughs> yeah, bro, I shit to do on the Red Dead Online, man. Come on, right? man. Come on Rockstar. Yeah. Give us the RP. Give us a big update for the online, because let me tell you, the online is overdue a big update, all right? It is. Yeah, it is. Just, it absolutely like, is. You, you guys keep updating the fucking GTA 5 or GTA Online, but... Red Dead Online is 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 sitting here. Come on, man! Starving. You mean, I know you love those shark cards,
0: Rockstar. Give us buffalo cards, okay? Like, I'm not saying <laughs> I'm going to buy them, but 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 if that'll make you up upgrade, the, update the game and give us some cool shit to do, uh, you know, do the buffalo cards, all right? You know, crocodile cards, whatever you want to call them. <laughs> I don't care. Uh, I just one more stuff to do in Red Dead.
1: Yeah, man, I would love to have more more things to do than I did. All right, what else right, do we moving have? Moving on from Rockstar and GTA and Red Dead and all that. Uh, I'm gonna get, here's the uh f- uh you know I, I had this list here for a couple weeks ago before the month started, but you know the the July PlayStation Plus games of the month are. First of all, for the PS5, we have A Plague Tale Innocence. Great game, by the way, if you guys haven't played it. Definitely pick that up if you have a PS5. Uh, PS4, we have Call of Duty Black Ops 4, WWE 2K Battlegrounds, and *Virtual Fighter 5 Ultimate Showdown. Uh, yeah, I mean, honestly, the best one here is Plague Tale uh, if you have a PS5. So if you have a PS5, it's a good month for you. Otherwise, I mean, eh. PS4 games are not not that great in my opinion. But hey, you know, free games, I guess.
2: Ooh.
1: Uh that and yeah, again, that's your July PS plus games of the month. Uh, but sticking with Sony, and I mentioned I mentioned Returnal earlier when we were talking about PS5, but Sony has acquired House Marquee, the developer of uh Returnal. Yeah. Uh so Housemarque has become an official PlayStation studio. Um Sony announced that Housemarque had officially become an in-house studio uh, and they by putting out uh well let me just read a, a a little quote from it from the uh uh from Jim Ryan here. Marquis has flexed its creative palette on a wide range of PlayStation games over the years that have continually showcased the power of our hardware, uh said Jim Ryan. Uh the addition of Key to the PlayStation Studios reiterates our commitment to elevating the best development teams in the industry and delivering new experiences that can only be found on the PlayStation platform. Uh, the relationship between these two dates back to Super Stardust HD on the PS3. Key uh, also has uh, uh, Re- Gun and Next Machina, uh, but in 2017, the studio announced that their days of developing arcade-style uh, games was over because of lackluster sales. Um, but yeah, their most recent game was Returnal, obviously.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: and then uh, on the PlayStation blog, Haas Marquis co-founder and managing director Ilari Koutinin, uh discussed the move uh, to become a PlayStation studio. And uh, he wrote, We are so excited to finally join the PlayStation Studios family. This gives our studio a clear future and stable opportunity to continue delivering on the gameplay centric approaches while still experimenting with new methods of narrative delivery and pushing the boundaries of this modern art form locally here in Helsinki. This also means that we will officially expand the PlayStation family to a growing industry hub and secure the legacy of the oldest game studio in Finland. Uh, finally, what this means for our fans, we had House Gamers. And have grown from the need to perfect and tinker with facets of games that we have found the most fascinating. We are—we are also not only f- for shying away from running our own course and trying new combinations, with the backing of SIE and uh, its family of studios supporting us, uh, we can truly grow into our place in the industry and show what Housemarque can create with no limitations. We can. We can't wait to show everyone what we will be in store in the upcoming years, and we hope to usher in more lasting memories and exhilarating titles for the next quarter century and beyond.
0: Hell yeah, that's a smart move by uh, Sony uh, oh, yeah. because uh, uh, because the fucking Xbox is <laughs> fucking grabbing everybody they can. Yeah, you dude, better you like, better start grabbing some shit, or you go not, be nothing left real, to grab. the be For real, because
1: Xbox has a lot in the works right now.
0: Uh huh.
1: Like they have, uh, and they it have makes sense right to grab now, that. But they will have stuff in the next few years. And you know, yeah, man.
0: Like we had a we had a discussion, and I kinda of wish you'd been on the podcast. We had a we were sitting in Discord with the, our friend Winter and uh Curry, and we were just talking about how like we kind of feel like Xbox is a little bit of a sleeping giant right now. They've acquired all these companies uh that are the great companies uh that are gonna be making uh uh, great games obviously with xbox backing um and xbox is 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 doing everything right with the with the game pass right like it's it's a little nutty almost um about what what we'll be seeing in the next few years from uh from xbox uh so Sony better 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 be grabbing some companies, you know, and and start planning ahead a little bit, uh, like Xbox seems to be doing right now. Uh, it was an awesome discussion, and I kind of wish I kind of wish it had been on the podcast just because it was an awesome discussion, and I felt like it was worth uh uh sharing. But yeah, man, I, I this is a smart move, smart move because they they did do Returnal had good reviews, um. Grab them up. Don't let nobody else have them, and keep churning out those games, man.
1: Yep, 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 yep. All right. Moving on. Uh, so we kind of reported b- something about this. I forget, like a couple weeks ago, maybe. Yeah. Um, we mentioned it. The Dead it was Space all rumors, man. is actually a remake. Yeah, th- this is the report. Um. Uh, so there was uh, something going on over at EA motive uh which we again we talked about previously uh, they were claiming they were doing a dead space revival uh and it's apparently uh a remake um of of dead space um, so this is this is a report by gamesbeat by the way. Um, instead of making Dead Space Four, uh, EA is planning on a reboot of the series with a full-fledged remake. Um,
0: so they're kind of doing like the Resident Evil Two deal, right? Like,
1: yeah, a little bit. So, th- so this this kind of backs up uh, two earlier reports from Eurogamer and Gematsu claiming some sort of Dead Space revival was in the works, and that uh, EA Motive would be leading it. Um, the last thing they did, obviously, was Star Wars Squadrons last year, uh, and that they would not, you know, be updating that online multiplayer game uh, to a live service, but instead moving on to other stuff that wasn't Star Wars related. Um, so yeah, uh, the last Dead Space game came out in 2013. It was Dead Space Three. Uh, it, it it sold all right, but not enough to, you know, please the executives over at EA. So instead of making Dead Space 4, uh, they were put on other projects like Battlefield Hardline, and then in 2017, EA shut down Visceral uh, altogether. Um, but yeah, over the years, people have obviously wanted more Dead Space, and um, yeah, here, here we're getting uh, a... App- you know, apparently we're getting a remake. So, I mean, I've yeah. never played any of these games. Have you ever played any of the Dead Space I
0: games? Played, I played a little bit of the first one during a Halloween where I was streaming stuff. And like, alright, I am get scared. Alright, there's a clip of me out there getting scared of this game on the elevator. I think it's played on your channel, Daniel, when you shout me out for it. Um That's Dead Space 1. And uh, I end up getting scared and then I, I, I never come back to the game. Because <laughs> I'm fucking scared of it almost. Um, but I'm, I'm curious to see, uh, uh, this remake, how it, how it turns out. I'm curious. Um, if it's, if the rumors, which it, it seems to be almost a hundred percent confirmed at this point, right? Like, uh, are true.
1: I mean, it seems that way. Yeah. There's, there's a lot of, uh, you know, reports and whatnot. How, how
0: bad would it be it if there's all this hype about dead space and it just wasn't there? It was just, it turned turns out it was something else. Entire...
1: That would be so. I mean. <laughs> we have EA play in like two and a half weeks. So we'll, we'll see what they end up doing. If, if we're announcing or if, anything, if if,
0: if it wasn't there after all this hype, I'd fucking be making it. <laughs> um, so yeah. Um, I, it's it probably is what it is though. And I am, I am, uh, I am curious to see what they have. I hope there's some other surprises at the EA play too, because, uh, yeah. We got we got news that like there's gonna be no Mass Effect there no Mass Effect no Dragon, Dragon Age. Age which
1: I mean to be honest it makes a whole lot of sense to me that that's not gonna be happening yeah I don't know why people yeah. are so why people are so disappointed that they're not gonna be there so mad like like what, what do you want them to show like concept art or like 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 don't get me wrong I personally like seeing concept art but like if you're gonna go on a stage you know on on EA Play or whatever and that's all you're gonna show. Like the people who are like waiting for the clamoring, you know, you know, proclaiming that they're not going to watch EA play unless it's, it's too know, early, it's too early for Mass Effect. It's like, come on, man. Like, like, what do you want them to bring up? Like you want them to pull an overwatch too? And they're like, Oh, here are two skins. We're working on the game. Like, like, what do you want them to show? Like there's, they don't have anything to, to show yet. And there's nothing
0: on. ready to show. Let them work on it. They're dealing with COVID man. Here's the other thing we talked about this months ago when, when EA went into Bioware and the whole Anthem update, they, they had discussions about the Dragon Age uh, and how they didn't want it to be like a live service thing. Right? So I imagine yeah. that there had already probably been some work done on that live service stuff that Bioware has probably had to yank out of that son of a bitch um, yeah. and probably slowed game development down on it. I you know, that's just me speculating, but yeah, I mean, you're, um, you're
1: probably right. Yeah. Uh,
0: you know they've, and there were people at Bioware that were kind of bummed out that they weren't doing the live service thing. Which, like, uh, I think you're nuts. I don't know why you would want that, <laughs> because all of your fans seem to fucking hate it. Um, uh, uh, but yeah, uh, you know, I wasn't surprised about it. The only thing I want wanted was like, I hope they had good numbers from the Mass Effect remasters, and I hoped there was a a Dragon Age remaster announced. That was I kind would... of the
1: only thing I wanted. Cause I know I you want to play it, and I'd love to go As back somebody, to it. Like I, I like here, here's the thing. I have all three of the Dragon Age games, you know, Origins, uh, Two and Inquisition. But like, I'm like waiting. Like, should I play these, or should I just wait until when and if they do a remaster, like they did for, uh, you know, Mass Effect? Because the Legendary Edition of Mass Effect was fantastic. I thought, I, I thought it was great. Um. It was fun experiencing the, the games for the first time ever that way. Um, I only really had one thing that I thought was stupid as hell, which was uh, uh, at one point during the third game, my character's eyes were bugging out. <laughs>
2: uh,
1: that's the only thing where I'm like, well, that's that's not right. But other than that, I, I had like zero problems with that game, you know, with the, with the Legendary Edition, so. Um. Oh yeah. I would love for them to do Dragon Age, uh, you know, remaster, remake, or whatever you want to call it. Um. Yeah. I I want to play those games, but I'm kind of waiting. Like, should I play them now, or wait until if they do something? At this point, I'd wait. After
0: this, I honestly, I think, honest to God, I'd bet money on it that they're gonna remaster those games after the fucking Mass Effect Legendary Edition.
1: I would. I would love it. I would be shocked
0: if they didn't. Uh, small, small thing here. It's not in the news, but, um. It it does involve Bioware, which uh, there's a the, a dev that used to work there, he's retired now, uh, named Mark Dara, who has a YouTube channel called Aim Old Game Dev Advice. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna shout that out real quick. But he did a video on Jade Empire, um uh where he was talking about the, the development of Jade Empire, why there was no Jade Empire 2, um uh, which the uh which and some of just like the little secrets for so here's something that I didn't know about Jade Empire, I just found this fucking interesting. I know you've never played it, but and you you might uh, eventually one day. Um,
1: yeah, I want to for sure. He no was singing
0: um, in this video, which is a great video. It's about thirty minutes long. Highly recommend anybody go check it out. Give him the view and thumbs up and all that. Um, he talks about how uh, the game Jade Empire uh, they could do a lot of things under the hood that you didn't realize that they were doing. And one of the things that would happen is that the game would eventually, on Xbox, because it was originally on Xbox, Xbox exclusive, would run out of memory, and like the console would crash. So the way they fixed that is occasionally, Jade Empire would load a level, save the game, and restart your Xbox without you fucking knowing it, and <laughs> and load the save up that it just made. And you would never knew it, because it, it just wow. like it kept the screen on there. And I just thought that was like... Insane to me that they built the game like that. Um, yeah. Uh, but he said what what happened was like it would just make horrible loading times. So the the Jade Empire on the original Xbox had terrible loading times. Um, and the reason we never got a Jade Empire two is like they, they were they were working on it, but they just they had too many other things going on. They had Dragon Age happening. They had Mass Effect happening. They had too many fingers and too many pies, and unfortunately. Jade Empire got uh, suffered the uh, Jade Empire 2 suffered from uh, getting getting uh, never getting a sequel because it was just they were doing too many of those other things. And I was like, imagine you're working at Bioware, right? And you're working on these three massive franchises of Mass Effect and Dragon Age and Jade Empire. All of them have rabid fan bases and you have to kill one. Oof. That's huh. so insane to me. That's so insane I mean, because I
1: loved all three of those games. You know what they should have done? Instead of instead of making Anthem, they should have just done Jade Empire 2, you know? Like, right? Like, fucking Anthem, bro. Like, come on, man. <laughs> come on. Come on. Come on. Come
0: on. Come hey, back.
1: Anyway, yeah, that, that's all that is pretty pretty crazy. I mean, maybe maybe someday, man. Maybe someday. Maybe, but...
0: maybe one day. Highly recommend yeah, checking I'm... out that YouTube channel and watching that video, guys.
1: Um, so we were talking so. about I'm earlier sure. about Star Wars: The Old Republic. Yes. Uh and how their next expansion is going to be changing a lot of things. Uh so this year uh will be the 10th anniversary of Star Wars: The Old Republic. Uh and they're adding a new expansion uh, to the uh to the MMO. Mm-hmm. Uh on thursday which is this past thursday uh bioware announced a new expansion called legacy of the sith uh which comes with a ton of story and mechanical upgrades to the game uh players get to hunt down the renegade sith darth malgus on the aquatic planet of Manon.
2: yeah uh, malgus has,
1: has been a threat of the in the game since the very beginning uh back all the way back all the way back uh since 2011 jesus i can't even talk uh and then obviously, you know, since then they've had you know new factions like the Eternal Empire, you know, in addition to the Republic and the Sith. Um uh but yeah, now we're going back to uh Empire versus Republic and we're going to uh Manon, which is a planet from the original uh Kotor game. Uh that I, I, I thought was I think is really cool anytime we go to Manon or mm-hmm. you know, see the Cell Cast and stuff, so Uh, Legacy of the Sith will raise the level cap up by 5, up to 80, and will introduce a new flashpoint and operations for players to tackle together. In addition, uh, players can expect some big improvements from day-to-day playstyle. The character customization, class design, and itemization is all being streamlined and improved. Um, And the most interesting addition is the combat styles, which means independently choosing a specific class story and combining it with ability sets from other related tech or force-wielding classes. So basically, it's about picking one class, uh, or it's less about picking one class and being restrained to specific abilities, and more about um, what's going on with uh, a tech or a force character than mixing and matching components to build a, a playing style that you you know enjoy and have fun playing. Um, so it'll uh, it'll it'll kick off towards the, you know, the end of the year holiday season, you know, once it's the actual 10th anniversary of the game uh, later this year. And then uh, we'll run through uh, 2022. So
0: I'm I'm actually pretty goddamn excited about this. I'll be honest with you.
1: I love uh, I love Tor, dude. I love the Old Republic. So, I'm, yeah, I'm, the, I can't wait. The dude.
0: combat uh, styles North is Florida. cool. They talked about being like a bounty hunter. Right. And and like bounty hunters were restricted to kind of pistols before, but now they can use rifles
1: and shit. Uh, so you could Which, literally like, be the Mandalorian. Yeah. Like it makes total sense. Like, like what? Like it was. I always found that weird that they kind of like restricted weapons to like certain classes and stuff. I was like, that's that like ah, that, that seems a little odd, but I'm glad that they're changing that up finally.
0: Yeah. Like, they, and they talked about being like Jedi that fall to the dark side will be able to use like force lightning and shit. They've talked yeah. about like like that shit is that's Star Wars. That's how it should it be. Is. Like uh you could, like your trooper could be Rex now, you know, run around with two pistols if you want. Like Hell shit yeah, is is like I'm I'm pretty excited, I'm uh, excited about this. Yeah.
1: yeah. I'm also super intrigued by the by their updated character creation thing. Like I I mm-hmm. want to know, I want to see what that, you know. I watched some of the stream that they had. Like I was like skimming through it cuz it was a long video. Like it was like really really long. Yeah. So, so I was like skimming through it and like uh They 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 also put out a a code for something for free. I don't know if you got that, Josh. I did.
0: I entered. I entered the code. It's for a decoration, I believe, for your stronghold.
1: Okay, cool. Um, I definitely definitely picked that up. But um, yeah, I'm I'm excited to see like the you know the the just the little improvements to like modernize the game a little bit more, right? Like it mm -hmm. it it makes total sense. I'm glad they're finally doing it. They I mean honestly, they probably should have done it a while back, but I'm glad they're finally doing it. And I yeah I can't wait to get back and play, dude. Because I mean it, it's I love the Republic. Like obviously, Fotor is is where it's at. But like you know we don't have another one, so the MMO is where you know what, what we got. what's gonna have to do. Yeah, it's what we got, you know. And it's and I mean like I say that, but like I have fun playing it. Like it's no, I do too.
0: I enjoy it. It's, when we it's, play. A, it's
1: a fun time, you know, especially when you're making like you're you're all playing with friends and you're all making new characters and stuff. And like, I'm sure we'll do that again at some point. When the or not at some point, but whenever this new update drops, I have we'll like six. I have like we'll six Jedi
0: Knights, <laughs> like because we play
1: them all the time. Yeah, uh, it's gonna be. It's, it'll be fun, man. I I'll definitely shit. I'm I'm. I may even stream another storyline on, yeah. on stream because I, I did the Imperial agent a couple years back, and it was it was fun, man.
0: To so it's a segue to a little bit of an opinion piece. Is like when they I was looking on uh, Reddit games, uh, mm-hmm. but but this was before the uh, Tour announcement was made, um, and people were kind of speculating in there, like, "What announcement is it? Are they shutting the game down finally?" And I was like, "Bro, the fuck mm-hmm. Why would you even say that?" I was like, "Because they they don't realize the average person doesn't realize the older public makes a fuckload of money, and as long as they make a fuckload of money." Disney is gonna let them keep doing shit with the old Republic. Like, why wouldn't you? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Uh, so I think people, are I think the average person uh, really underestimates the the amount of fun that people have with the old Republic. Um, I I did think I, I I thought after they announced that that expansion and these changes. I remember thinking back to that comment, being like, "Man, if I was the guy that said that, I'd feel like a real fucking fool right now." So I'm glad it wasn't me. <laughs> um, but yeah, like, uh, it makes money. I have a good time playing in it. I I get my cartel coins, but I don't buy them. Like, I just get them from my authenticator. Like, yeah, I add it on there every every month, and eventually, I just buy stuff when I have coins for it. You know, like.
1: Yeah, I. uh, yeah, I, I do the same.
0: And ever since they eased the restrictions, like there used to be really bad restrictions between free to play uh, players and like preferred players, and they they eased all those restrictions back. Really, yeah. Not like as bad. there's still
1: a, there's still a difference between them, which mm-hmm. you know makes sense. But yeah, I mean, it's yeah, definitely not as bad. It's gotten better since I played it too. Like, yeah. they, they I think they, they have definitely... a double XP
0: weekend going on right now too, or a week oh, thing nice. going on. Um, pretty nice till next nice. week. So. If you want to dip your toe in the, the tour, do I it right I'm now. On
1: one of these days, man. Yeah, I might I'm too. Fine. You know, I'm playing Final Fantasy, but I might hop on for for a I'm little playing tour. Like a million and one games right now, like you know, because I'll I'll i I'll, I'll, if I have it installed, I'll, I'll most likely play it. You know, so to,
0: to tour, and, and I, tour and I, and I never uninstall.
1: Dude, <laughs> we'll switch I, out. shit, I'm down. we'll fucking... switch
0: out one of our our Saints Road days for a, a tour day. <laughs> I'm I, I'm yeah, down for that shit too.
2: <laughs> yeah,
1: I'm I'm all for it, man. but I, I love me some. St- you guys know I love Star Wars, and the Republic is fun. So yeah, I'm all about blast. it. I have a few character storylines that I need to finish as well. So
0: I need to do the console r one. Like it's the least interesting one. So like every time I start it, I'm like,
1: ugh. But... <sighs> <laughs> maybe you should just wait till the new expansion, and then like just redo it all over again. Yeah,
0: yeah, maybe, maybe.
1: Um but anyway, yeah, Old Republic. We're pretty hype. Pretty hype for that. Yeah,
0: we're we're into that shit. We'll be playing it. Keep an eye out for our streams of that. Yeah.
1: Absolutely. All right. Um, um, you got anything else for the game There's a there's
0: a few things out there. Um, uh, Todd Howard has said it's a good it's good to think of Elder Scrolls Six as still in a design phase. So kind of like that GTA thing, we ain't gonna see Elder Scrolls six for a long fucking time, no. um, it, even though they announced it in like 2018. Um, so if it's still in the design phase, that's the. Uh, I imagine they have like a skeleton crew just working on it right now because they're all everybody's kind of focused on Starfield, and then once uh, Starfield yeah. is out, they'll throw everybody into Elder Scrolls. I imagine, uh, but nothing. Like I don't think any of that's super surprising, at all. Um, and I think it's funny that he said something about it. Um, the other thing is uh Nether Realm, uh, which is the guys that make Mortal Kombat, uh, is fo- has put out a statement that says they're focusing on their next project, and after more than two years of supporting Mortal Kombat Eleven, the DLC for the game, including characters, and it had to come to an end. So they they supported Mortal Kombat, the newest Mortal Kombat, for two years with new characters um i think there was like a story dlc that came out uh that was uh with it so they're kind of focused on their next deal and people are speculating is it gonna be like a because they've you know they've done those dc like those crossover fighting games like Mm -hmm. with the batman and stuff and people were like maybe they're doing a dc versus marvel fighting game and i'm like what who why would you even say that i don't even know if that's possible could they work out (laughs) a deal and do that that'd be cool if they could
1: you know, that'd be, that'd be um, bonkers. Dude. I mean, I don't, uh, I, I don't, I don't even don't know the really last time Marvel and DC collaborate on something like that.
2: I feel but like you could done, do like, it.
1: It'd be, yeah, I mean, it'd be it could, crazy. It'd be done. They, just they would gotta, be crazy. You know, right. Out,
0: you know? I kind of want that to happen. I don't know. I I doubt it would happen, but I want it to happen. So I'm putting it out in the universe because we're magic. Um. Uh. So when that, if that turns out to be true, I'm just going to blame all the credit for it. Daniel and I both will. Mm. <laughs> um Rimworld, i'm a big fan of rim world they're announcing a new update uh and an expansion i think uh i i, I don't know if it's a separate deal but they got uh and i uh, uh uh expansion called ideology um which has to do like uh with your characters being able to like have a belief system where you can play as like Make your uh, characters in RimWorld as tree-worshipping cannibals who carve skulls into every piece of furniture, or blind tunnelers who shun the light, or transhumanists obsessed with perfecting the human form using exotic technology. Uh, Just some pretty cool RimWorld uh, news out there. Just going to tap on that real quick. Um, This is like the lightning round of news uh, that we do on occasion. Um... That's not interesting. Oh, the Xbox Cloud, the gaming thing. Uh, I messed with this. So if you have Game Pass, the ultimate version of Game Pass, Xbox has been doing their their cloud, which is like their streaming uh, dealio, where you could play a game literally in your browser. And I did this on Discord the other night and streamed it. Um, if you have an Xbox controller like I do right here, I play Red Dead with it. Um, the, the the everybody hears me bitch about it because I plug it in with a cord and it keeps getting unplugged and plugging me up. But, um, if you have the ultimate uh, Game Pass version and go to xbox.com/play and plug the controller in, it literally will boot up an Xbox somewhere in the world and stream in a game to you, um, through your browser. And I'm not talking about just old games. I'm talking about fucking Gears of the new Gears of War, Gears of War Five or whatever, um uh the old school fables if you're a fan of fable and and wanted to play it on your pc you can kind of technically now do that in your browser there's a tiny bit of latency i've noticed with the controller but it, it would work for the most part um i think that bears mentioning i think uh because this was another thing that we talked about the other night and the other night was like man if they if they get their cloud gaming up and mix it in with game pass and I want to say it was like almost the next day or two that they, that's kind of what happened. They announced it. It's in its beta phase or alpha phase or whatever they're calling it. Um, it's pretty cool. Um, So if you're... uh, have a Game Pass, the ultimate version of the Game Pass, I think it's the $15 a month version. Um, go, go check that out. You can test it out and play some of those old school games or new school games. Like if you don't have oh, a PC yeah. that could run any of that shit, before well you can do it in your browser now as long as you have a decent internet connection and no data cap um because i think jp said because he tested it out on his stream it me jp Uh tested it out on his stream and he pulled like a bunch of gigabytes of, of data so if you have a data cap then maybe don't do it um i know i do not have a data cap so um Daniel, remember when we used to play Planet Side Two a lot back yep. in the day? Uh apparently they have a new faction joining uh the mm-hmm. uh, uh the online world of Planet Side Two. Um called the NSO or freelancers or something like that, which is like a fourth population uh a population faction. Uh it's, it says here freelancer will be assigned to the lowest population faction. It's like, oh interesting. Um but apparently they're adding a new faction, that's kinda neat. Uh we haven't played Planet Side Two in a long time. But we used to have like big game nights where like a lot of people yeah, were was, playing it.
1: Yeah, years ago.
0: hmm
1: Um, I actually went back and played Planet Side Two like by myself um i forget how long ago let me let me check my steam real quick um, all i know is if
0: we keep adding friends to our repertoire we're gonna have to get that's the game we're gonna be playing cause <laughs>
1: so may may 1st of last year so may 1st 2020 i like installed this and booted it up again just to try it out because it had been like forever since i played it right Mhm. and like i didn't have as much fun with it because it was just me you know i was just playing i just tried it out my own right but um yeah i mean i could you know if, if there's something that looks, or if they up if they make a good update for it, and I c- I could see myself playing it again. Why not?
2: Yeah.
1: Um. Now, yeah, obviously so, something's
0: going right for them, or they wouldn't be doing what the, this update. Yeah, I mean, you know? this is
1: an old ass game too, right? Like, I'm surprised mm-hmm. they're still like fucking, you know. Hmm. Yeah. It's- to, to, yeah but i remember yeah we used to we used to have like uh game nights of this you know like years ago dude like yeah it's, it's been years like, at this point like four which, four or five years ago something like that I don't know. which makes me feel disgusting. old <laughs> i mean dude that's
0: <sighs> daniel
1: and i have been True. friends for a
0: very long time now
1: which is dope yeah. but also makes me feel like old as fuck <laughs> dude it's been like here what i'm about to say right now is gonna make both of us feel real old it's been half a decade now, dude. <laughs> oh, why? That's crazy, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> it is. True, though. Yeah. It's true, though, dude. Like, damn. Oh, God damn. Five it's years. True. At, at least five years. Like, it's been. Yeah. Yeah, like five years, bro. Like, that's nuts, man. Half a fucking decade. God damn. Anyway, enough <laughs> blood uh, in, blood out. Enough <laughs> of that, dude. Let's, let's move on. Let's move on. Shit. no more no more gaming news television news let's hit it all right tv news so we have a couple things from the accolade you know the the star wars Mm -hmm. show um so the accolade is set to begin filming in february uh in london so as we all know the uh, star wars the accolade is the uh high republic series uh Set to premiere on Disney Plus uh, at some point uh, within the next. I think I think it's next year or the year after that. But anyway, it, it's coming here with like like within the next couple years. Um, and they'll obviously they're going to use the volume because why would they not? Right? I mean, everything should use the volume. Not that they do. You know what I mean? Um, nah. The volume over in Pinewood Studios, uh, following the successful use of the technology over here in L- in LA. For the first two seasons of The Mandalorian, as well as the book of Boba Fett. Um. Here's an interesting little bit of info: Peyton Reed, who direct who directed an episode, you know, the uh of The Mandalorian, and who is the Ant Man director, mm-hmm. is using the volume over at Pinewood to uh, do Ant Man three. You know, Ant Man and, and the Wasp: Quantumania. Uh, so that's pretty cool. Uh. But the casting has begun for the Akeloid. Uh Lucasfilm was looking to cast a young woman of color in the lead role. Uh, both this show and Ahsoka will be the first live-action projects within the Star Wars universe to feature women of color in the main roles. Uh, the, the Akeloid has been described as a female-driven action mystery thriller with martial art elements that will take us into a galaxy of shadowy secrets and emerging dark side powers in the final days of the High Republic era. Um... And, yeah, Leslie Headland is the uh, showrunner of the show, in case, you know, people didn't know. Uh, Her previous work is Russian Doll on Netflix, um, amongst other things. Um, But, uh, so Leslie Headland was interviewed by the AV Club, where she gave some insightful tidbits of the development of the Accler, where she said, When I was younger, I devoured the films on home video and absolutely loved them. Just a deep connection to the original trilogy. When I was in middle school, I read some novels like Timothy Zahn's Heir of the Empire and also got into it that way. Oh, yeah, uh, And she also says, I have played some Star Wars RPGs. And that's mm. my favorite version of Star Wars. The oh. Star Wars where you get to make up your own Star Wars. Oh yeah. Uh, so when people are like, what's your favorite film? And what's your favorite piece of media? I'm like, I just really love the RPGs. To me, that's what Star Wars is, is being able to walk into a universe and start playing. If you can't do that with the movie television show novel comic book video game then I'm not sure what you I'm not one, sure of, us. You one of us one on of the Star us wars material <laughs> one uh, of us yeah <laughs> uh, Hell yeah uh she says that she has uh already developed the writer's room for akaloid adding that I really wanted to add people that were different than me I certainly didn't want a room full of people that were just agreeing with me vehemently not ideology not ideology a little bit limited it Ideologically, but artistically, there you go. I can talk. People that kind of had different writing styles or interest very, or were interested in different things. All that, all that kind of stuff.
0: well hell, she's Um, she sounds awful. Yeah. (laughs) Well, I'm Uh, I'm even more excited after hearing
1: all that.
2: (laughs) So yeah, there's there's there's
1: there's a there's a bit of information for the accolade. I mean, yeah, I was already pretty excited for it as well. (laughs) That just adds uh, to anyway it's un- it's unknown when the akaloid will release but it's an eight episode series uh which is started which is targeted to start filming in february um and then yeah the show which means honestly probably the show will premiere like twenty twenty three yeah point. um but yeah so we have that coming and then uh there's another one here that so leslie had in uh here we go. Let's let's talk about this next thing. So she says that uh Phantom Men- the Phantom Menace had a profound effect on her identity and her show that she's doing. Which obviously we just talked about the Echolade. Um, she was interviewed by the rap. Um, and she says that I was actually very intrigued by why George Lucas had started us at that particular point. Uh, in, in reference to the Phantom Menace um so as we know her show which is set in the high republic era well in well in the final days of the high republic era but the high republic era itself is set 200 years before the events of the phantom menace so speaking about the phantom menace she says what i can say is the reason it did appeal to me personally is that i was 18 when the phantom menace came out and i was a very very big star wars fan I remain a big Star Wars fan, but at that particular time, right after the re-releases, and the fact that I was in high school, it kind of just all coincided at a time where when I were where I was discovering who I was sexually, I was discovering who I was artistically, I was kind of realizing that I what I wanted to do with my life. Said Headland. Uh, and then this big thing, huge movie event, cult, huge movie cultural event that happened that was the Phantom Menace, and there were varying reactions to it, and there were certainly a lot of people who had grown up with the original trilogy who were disappointed by it. But I was actually very intrigued by why George Lucas has started us out at that particular point. I kind of wondered, but what happened to lead up to this? There's that's kind of where my Star Wars fan brain went. And I was and was like, how do we get here? And why are the Jedi like this? When they are in power, why are they acting this way? And how is it that they're not having the reaction you would think they would to Anakin's presence and what Qui Gon Jinn is saying about how passionately he feels about training him? And bringing him into the fold, it's like even the discovery of Darth Mall has kind of met with this like hmm interesting kind of feeling, so I just kinda of, so I just think for me, my brain has always been buzzed around that area and wonder what's going on here or what has been or what has been going on here um, and then they also talk to her about um uh what it means like being the first like queer woman to run a Star Wars series and you know the pressure and all that stuff but yeah you know, i'm not gonna get too into that um if you want if if you if you guys want actually want to go read all that go read the article from the rap um they ended up uh interviewing her and it's it's a pretty it's a pretty there's a lot of information here it's a, it's a pretty lengthy article um uh but she talks about it how she's very grateful for it and you know and 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 then you know people are asking her that question and then You know, it's her job to, uh, her first job is to do her job and create, create, show and produce a show. And then, you know, enormous pressure with that no matter what, uh, so on and so forth. But, yeah, go go read that if you want to. Um, Yeah. Um, Let me see, skim through this. Uh, So... Now that we now that we've read or listened to this little bit of extra information, uh, Josh seems like he's even more excited than he was. I oh, am. Yeah. Uh, let us know if you guys are looking forward to the acolyte. I know I am. I mean, listen, I, I love Star Wars, so you know I'm I was already on board with this from you know when it was first announced. But it definitely does, it definitely does excite you a little bit more hearing some of this stuff. Like for me personally, I've all I've I've always been somebody who's like, give me more pre-Phantom Menace stuff. You know what I mean? Like I want to see that. Like I'm sick of like being in the same timeline that we've always been in, you know, like give me new stuff man like let's let's mm-hmm. see it I, I wanna see what it's like, so I'm all about it uh yeah, I definitely definitely can't wait to see uh what they got cooking for the Equawood uh, if that's all with that, we can move on
2: yeah sure let's uh what's next,
1: all right, the boys season three has cast Laurie Holden to recur in in the show. Um, so Laurie Holden, for those of you who watched uh, The Walking Dead, uh, may remember her. Uh, she's also in The Mist. Uh, uh, but yeah, in The Walking Dead, she was uh, known uh, as Andrea. Uh, and yeah, she will be... Uh, hearing in season 3 along with Jensen Ackles, uh, you know, as Soldier Boy. Not to be confused with Soldier Boy, but Soldier <laughs> Boy. Um, yeah, I don't think I don't believe it says who she'll be playing. Um but yeah, joining Sean Patrick F- Falnery, uh Miles Gaston and Nick uh, Washer as well. Um, so just a little bit more casting news there for the boys. Um actually, do we know when season three is supposed to uh come out? It's gotta be sometime I don't this. Year. Know.
0: What's the internet say? What does the Google tell me? The Google tells me unknown. <laughs>
1: oh well.
0: The speculation is to... this year.
1: Yeah, well yeah. I mean I know they started filming like early this year, so Maybe this year, maybe next year, hopefully this year. But uh, yeah, but yeah okay. Well, anyway, we have some Halo live action news, uh, and that is that it's parted ways with both its showrunners. So, oh, I don't God. Know.
0: They must That's hate Halo, a, too. <laughs> that doesn't
1: bode well for, for the Halo series, but um, yeah. So the Halo live action series is parted ways with both its showrunners. The drama based on the video game franchise has changed platforms, directors, and now showrunners. There seems to be a lot of problems with this Halo show. Um, it feels
0: like it's a thing that I've noticed just with video game media trying to expand in different in uh, into television and <laughs> in movies. Uh, yeah. There always seems to be some tor- turmoil about it, and I have no fucking clue why. Um. But yeah, this one has yeah. been plagued by it, right? Like there's a I'm, lot of shit yeah, going on with this. I'm
1: I'm very curious to see if we ever get to find out the behind the scenes about what the fuck is going on with this show, man. One day
0: somebody's gonna write a book. It's gonna have all this shit in it.
1: So the adaptation of the of this of this uh you know video game Halo has been in the works since twenty fourteen. Uh and it will part ways with Stephen Kane, the second of its former showrunners. When production of the series in Budapest wraps up in a few weeks, uh, should the should the pricey drama starring Pablo Schreiber be renewed for a second season? The search for a new showrunner would begin. Uh, Kyle Killen, who was the original showrunner, departed in 2019, months after he asked uh, that the uh, Microsoft 343 Industries, Amazon Television, and CBS Studios produced show. Uh, to hire a second showrunner to oversee production in Budapest, so that he could focus on stateside efforts, including scripts and editing. Uh, Kane, the last ship and the clo- from the Flash ship and the closer was hired in March 2019, and has been on ground o- overseeing filming in Budapest for the past few weeks, past few years. Uh, Kane will exit Halo after he wraps production. Jeez. Uh, so yeah, it's been plagued since 2014. Um Showtime's David Nevins called Halo uh, their most ambitious series ever uh, and by December of that same year, Otto Bathurst, uh, or Bathurst had uh, taken over as directing duties two months after Wyatt departed uh, and the show's 10 episode order shrank to nine. Uh, three months later in March 2019 Kane joined Killen uh, as co-showrunner Killing was expected to be on set, though not full-time, and left some months later. Um, Pablo Schreiber uh, was tapped to star as the iconic character Master's Chief um, and in, uh, in April 2019, which uh, was rounding out its cast by August, and then production would start shortly after. Uh, and yeah, then, then Halo was first announced as a Showtime series, you know, with the whole you know, CBS All Access was rebranded as Paramount Plus when, when that whole thing happened. Uh, then And then Halo was moved from Showtime to Paramount Plus in February. Uh, so the series remains on track for a 2022 premiere on the streaming platform of, of Paramount Plus um so yeah there's been there's been a lot of stuff going on man i (laughs) it's it's pretty nuts again i would i would be very curious to see what the uh behind the scenes stuff with that is because damn
0: i'm curious to see what the finished project looks like because it seems like this thing has had a lot of issues so and i don't look as for all the crap i give halo there are people that love Halo, and I don't want their like franchise that they love to get like shut up, right? Like by something that <clears throat> that isn't doesn't live up to like the name Halo. Like yeah, even I acknowledge that for all my pooping on it and, and fucking with it, like you know messing a lot of it's just messing around. It's like I don't mean a lot of it, but but I know what it's like to love a franchise and want it to be good and do well. Um, so I hope. Even though this thing's had turmoil, I hope this is. Uh, I hope it turns out to be good. You know, I really, you know, for those fans of the of, uh, of the franchise. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Uh, I'll probably check the show out when it comes because I'm not a Yeah, I
1: mean, uh, yeah, we've yeah. Alrighty then. Uh, we got some Last of Us casting news. Nico Parker has joined pedro pascal in the series of uh the last of us Uh, nico parker will be playing uh joel's daughter in the game or in the game in the from the game to the show so nico parker will be playing joel's daughter and obviously joel is played by uh pedro pascal um but i Remember seeing a picture like very recently, like within the past several days or the past week or something. Yeah, I saw it. They are, uh, they're like you know together and like uh, you know, beginning or about to start like filming or whatever. If they're not already,
0: see if I can find it really quick. I got Twitter open, it's probably right here.
1: It was like on Instagram or something, I think, it was where I saw it, but um, yeah, so that's cool that they're uh, you know, doing that.
2: That's where I saw it. Here, not a big deal. Anymore. Uh, oh, here it is. Is it? That is not it. <laughs> I thought I found
0: it, but that is not it.
2: <laughs>
0: I, anyway, we can, it's not
2: a big
0: deal. Um, I mean,
1: if you is... can't find it? It's fine. We can always, be yeah. Blind. I
2: can't, I can't find it.
1: All right, uh, it's all good. So the next thing we have is Masters of the Universe Revelation Part 1 Official Trailer. This only came out a several days ago, like Friday, I believe. I've watched this. I believe you've watched this. So yeah, I, I, I watched it for sure.
2: Magic gave birth
1: to Let's check this out here.
0: We got this playing. We got so our humans.
1: Uh, yeah, we got our voiceover from Lena Headey. no magic in Eternia. This comes out at the end of this, well, on the 23rd, so we got like two, a little less than three weeks left before this comes out. I'll definitely be checking this out, and I'll be letting you guys know what I think. uh, I will be as well. Uh... It's like a music. I mean, it continues to look good. Yeah, I can't wait Mm -hmm. to watch this. The sword of power. It was divided. The castle Grayskull, man, looks great. Snake Mountain looks cool too, though. I mean, everything looks cool. Like, Mm -hmm. it it just it just looks fantastic, man. He man oh he's fighting Tila Something's gone it's the trouble's a brewing in the turnius Yeah it looks it looks great though like i I'm I'm, mm-hmm. I'm excited. I wonder how many episodes part one is gonna be because I actually am not sure. I don't know. Is that info out there? Let me see if I can like Google. if I were to go, if I were to hop on the Netflix.
2: Still know the tune.
1: And look, some things you can never forget. Like, does it say? I don't think it does. The power.
0: The power. I saw some July twenty third, two days
2: after my birthday.
1: Oh yeah. So July twenty third, yeah, very exciting. Um,
0: I don't know how many episodes oh, it's going to be. I
1: don't think it says how many episodes, but either way, I'll be. Wait, checking hold them up. Out, so.
0: This says five episode part one of the series, over on Deadline, from mm-hmm. May thirteenth. So five episodes, maybe.
1: Okay, interesting. I mean, they're obviously they're doing multiple parts, so like, yeah. It's fine, that, I guess it's fine that it's only five, but um. Yeah, I mean, I, I, yeah, give it to me. I want to watch it.
0: I'm definitely interested in it. Um, I, I, I'm curious to see where they go with it. And yeah, I can't, I'm pretty excited. I don't uh, have the, to wait too
1: that, long. That, like I, said, I was hyped little, for that music, than... too.
0: That music was dope that played during the trailer.
1: Yeah, it was a little less than three weeks, man. We're almost there.
0: Hell yeah, something to watch. about it.
1: Yup, yup, yup. Uh, what else is next? We have oh, we have the official first look, uh, or as they call it here, the special look at Star Wars Visions. Which yes, is the new Star Wars anime show that they're coming out with. Um, I got it
0: up. We're playing it right now. I already watched this. It's gonna
1: be that exciting, will be premiering uh, in uh coming September. I've seen this also already. It looks great, dude. Like, I... A lot of the people at Lucasfilm over the all the different styles of... Star Wars just... Way. All the different styles we're doing here, like... The, the thing
0: I love about this video, and I'm sure you probably agree with me when I say this, Daniel, is, like, it's awesome hearing the people from Lucasfilm, but what's really exciting is hearing the, the folks doing the actual shows and how they're like, this, this was a dream. I'm getting the work on yeah, Star Wars. Like, like, like,
1: yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And their, their passion makes me excited. I like, the, uh, I like the one that's like, I didn't even know you could do this with Star Wars. Right? <laughs> yeah. Like, it, so like, when I when I, hear them talk, when I hear them talk, it makes me excited. He's like,
0: it makes me so excited. And
1: this guy, can you really do that with Star Wars? Like, what? That looks cool, man. There
0: are so many genres at play.
1: So yeah, it's exciting. They, they have given us the titles of the episodes that are coming out and who's doing them. So there's a bunch of different studios. Um, and I'm I, honestly like, I'm interested to see all of them. Like I, I'm, I'm just, there's different like genres and concepts and ideas that are going into all of these. And I... I honestly, I'm intrigued by them all, dude. Like, they're they're some of them more so than others, obviously, but mm-hmm. like, I'm just curious what like official Star Wars anime is gonna look like, right? Yeah, and you know, we're seeing it here, but like, I want to see what like it looks like in the you know when it's fully realized and completed, like the story of it and you know just the visual. I mean, the visuals here look great already.
0: The stories, the music, the, the action, all of thing
1: coming together. Yeah. So the one that I'm excited about the most is called the elder.
0: Uh-huh.
1: And uh, it's coming up here. I'll show this one right here.
2: Yeah.
1: This one, the one we're seeing right now, the elder, that's the one I'm looking forward to the most. I one who meet an unknown enemy. That's the one I'm excited for the most um it just looks like so looks so good dude like, i can't wait
2: a star wars
1: star wars visions is completely different than everything else in star wars storytelling audiences will fall in love with it
0: uh so this is september is that what you said september fuck that's that's not that far away like it's really nope. not
1: two months away september 22nd
0: uh, I'm interested in all of them. Uh the the twins one I think will be interesting. The elder looks really cool. Yeah,
1: the twins one looks look good. So here's the interesting thing is that all episodes of Star Wars Visions will be released on Disney Plus September 22nd. Oh, they're dropping them all. So they're dropping them all on Marathon Day. Let's do it. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to I'm going to end up watching them all obviously. So mm-hmm. we have The Duel from Kamikaze Duga uh, Gino Studio uh, with Lapa which that one honestly I'm not super like like that's the least exciting one for me because they got like that furry bunny girl thing that I'm like oh, I don't know about that, bro. Like <laughs> like, like, like why 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 you why you bringing furries to Star Wars, my guy? Come on. But uh, I mean it, whatever, like it is what it is. I, I'm still gonna check it out and watch it and all that. Um, Tatooine Rhapsody seems interesting. That's like the that's the rock opera one uh i think that'll be pretty neat uh the twins looks good and the elder the both of the trigger ones both of the ones that triggers doing the twins and the elder those have me pretty hyped uh, i'm i'm actually really curious about the village bride cuz that's going to be like more of a romantic like uh what what did they call it exactly in here they called it something a uh there's going to be more like traditional like you know japanese culture stuff in it like mountains and you know the 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 style of it will be a little bit more uh you know a little bit more japanese uh than we're used to but yeah yeah i'm 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 pretty hyped for that one as well the 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 village bride like i'm curious you know very curious about that one akakiri and Tob one are from Science Saru, the TLB one is the um, the Astro Boy looking one which we saw uh earlier, and then uh, yeah, the Ninth Jedi sounds pretty intriguing too. That one's from Project IG, so or Production IG, my bad. Uh, yeah, so pretty, pretty hype. Two months away from that, uh, finally got the first look of this. Um... I'm 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 here for it man. I'm 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 excited. Me the last too. the last thing we have here um is Noah Hawley talking about the alien TV series. he says uh it's not a Ripley story. uh, uh he also says that Ripley is one of the greatest characters of all time, and I think the story has been told per- pretty perfectly, and I don't want to mess with it. Um Which is that's yeah, his reasoning as to why not, why why not, you know, why they're not using Ellen Ripley. My bad.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Man, I feel like I'm, I'm I feel like I'm messing up a lot today with my words. I'm sorry, everybody.
0: Yeah, hey, but um, shit, it shit happens, bro. You good?
1: Uh, so in a quote from uh, an interview with Vanity Fair, he says, the alien stories are always trapped. Trapped in a prison, trapped in a spaceship. I thought it would be interesting to open it up a little bit so that the stakes of what happens if you can't contain it are more immediate. Um, So again, he talks about Ripley and how he doesn't want to mess with her story and all that. Um, But Ripley... Uh, definitely influenced his vision for the series which he says uh, on some level the story is about inequality uh, I don't know which species is worse at least they don't fuck, fuck each other over for a percentage he said uh, uh, he says that he's finished the first two scripts which ta- tackle class warfare and what happens when the inequality we're struggling with now isn't resolved uh, if we as a society can't figure out how to prop each other up and spread, wealth, spread the wealth, then what's going to happen to us? He teased. Um, he said that focusing on the human element of the franchise is based on a desire to explore the film's larger conversations, not just their monster movie element. Uh, those are great monster movies, but they're not just monster movies, he, he explained. They're about humanity trapped between primordial, primordial per, uh, parasitic past and our artificial intelligence future, and they're both trying to kill us. Uh, here you here you have human beings and they can't go forward and and they can't go back. So I find it really interesting. Um, so yeah, that's him talking about the series a little bit. Uh, so we have a little bit more information about now about what the alien TV series will be exploring and talking about, and you know we have confirmation that they're they will not have Ripley in it, at least Ellen Ripley's character, you know, uh, you know Sigourney Weaver. Uh, so yeah, what do you what do you think after hearing this this stuff, Josh?
0: I'm interested in it. Uh, I'm interested in anything with uh, uh, aliens uh, or alien, the, the franchise. Um, I just uh, I just need to know more. Like, there's not a lot here, um, but I'll be there when it's when it's out there, just because I love the the franchise uh, so much. Yeah. Now, have they said what uh, time frame uh, this happens in?
1: Uh, this series I don't believe is so. In? I don't believe so, but I think they're also, like, they mentioned something about it taking place on Earth as well. Hmm. As opposed to, like, again, as opposed to, like, being trapped in a prison or a ship or something. So, I don't know. It'll be uh... it'll be it'll be interesting. It'll be interesting. We'll, we'll, mm-hmm. we'll see what they do with that. Yeah. cool and they yeah and obviously they start planning filming next year so this show won't be out for a while for a
2: while
0: yeah
1: in case anybody is wondering cuz they haven't even started filming yet um yeah
0: uh is that the last of the tv news i believe it is it we is m- yeah we move can move on, on to the on movie to the, news uh,
1: the movies indeed.
2: We so, the first thing I have trailer. here is a
1: trailer. Uh, do you like Josh? Do you like Scooby Doo? I do like Scooby Doo. All right, do you like Courage the Cowardly Dog? I sure did, even though it was Fucking well, weird. <laughs> well, here they're making a movie called Straight Out of Nowhere Scooby Doo Meets Courage the Cowardly Dog, and we have a trailer. We're watching for it Scooby right now, Doo and the Courage the Cowardly Dog crossover. Let's get it. WB animation.
0: <laughs> so, I saw this trailer in Discord, uh-huh. and then I promptly forgot about it and didn't watch it. And now uh-huh. that we're watching it, I'm like, oh, I thought this was a fever dream.
1: Nah, man, it's, it's, it's happening. And it's real. It's real this is a real thing. If you've ever wanted these two to team up, it's happening.
0: <laughs> uh,. I remember when Johnny Bravo crossed over with the Scooby Doo episode. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. The, <laughs> you remember fucking that? Scooby Doo crosses over with, with, with a lot everything. Of people, like, he said Batman and Robin, fucking everything. What? I'm waiting for the John Wick uh, Scooby Doo crossover. When's that happening? Oh, shit. Fuck yeah, do that. Did you imagine? <laughs> 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 I, Keanu that, talking. I mean, hey, man, Keanu, Keanu was in that SpongeBob movie. It's not like he wouldn't do it. Yeah. Keanu's everywhere right now, obviously, you know. I'm so used to
0: like like old school Scooby Doo that these new animations always make me like this looks weird, but it's just you know, I'm so used to the old one. Yeah. Uh, fucking courage, my boy Courage. And just the weird uh, man. What a weird what a weird show that was growing up.
1: Yeah, it was I loved it though, but it really no, was I a loved weird it. ass. It was It was, was weird. a weird ass show that I watched when I was younger for sure. Mm-hmm.
0: It's Courage, the coward. Think dog. Oh man, I'll take one of them sandwiches.
1: Yeah. Made that sandwich. That's a- that's a- they always go super extra with their sandwiches. Look at that. That's cool. Holy shit, that's loud. We- hit, we- there we got the Courage laugh. We had to have it at least once, right? <laughs> anyway, that's the trailer right there. Uh, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, it's it, it'll be fun, you know. Yeah, that'll be fun. I'll definitely check that out for sure. Cause I, I, yeah, again, I like I like both as well. So, uh, let's talk about Paramount unveiling the new Transformers movie, and guess what it is, Josh? It is Transformers: Rise of the Beasts. That is the oh, next chapter yeah. of the Transformers franchise. Uh, So it'll be, obviously, for those of you unaware, it'll be uh, taking inspiration from Beast Wars, you know, the show from the 90s. Uh, uh, What do we have here? What is this man's name? Stephen Caple Jr., which is the director. That's the name I was looking for. Uh, so here we go. Director Stephen Campbell Jr., producer Lorenzo Di-, Di Bonaventura, and stars Anthony Ramos and Dominique Fishback pull the curtain on the 90s film, or the 90s set film. Uh, so I remember a while back, I think it was like last year or early this year, we reported, or we were talking about on the podcast how Anthony Ramos had been cast in like the next chapter of whatever Transformers was going to be. Mm -hmm. and now we know it's this one it's the Beast Wars one so he is in this um, there will be different breeds of Transformers said Capel uh, who last directed Creed 2 in our particular film there are prehistoric animals who travel through time and space and we find them here on Earth Uh, Transformers Rise of the Beast will partially be set in Brooklyn, New York and will also go to Peru among other locations Uh, I don't think a film at this size has been has been there uh, said Capel, filming in Peru. As for the 90s setting, Capel has been playing 90s hip-hop on set to get the right feel going. You're going to feel hip-hop culture, he said. You're going to feel Brooklyn. Uh, Capel revealed that Optimus Prime will be the film's protagonist and that the fan-favorite character will appear in his G1 form. That is, you know, the original look, uh, which I'm excited for because I'm all about G1. That's That's my Transformers right there. Uh, mm-hmm. and he will once again be voiced by Peter Cullen, which, yes, Peter Cullen, he's he's the man, dude. He, like, it, it, it'll be weird when someday we have a Transformers, or an Optimus Prime not voiced by Peter Cullen. To me, yeah. at least. Like, he's, he's no, always I agree. Been, he's always been uh, Optimus to me. Yeah.
0: Uh,
1: so the Transformers team has declined to comment on any other voice castings, uh, but they're promising some interesting news to come soon. Uh, meanwhile, Scourge will be the villain. Uh, he's quite formidable, fusing parts of slain Transformers onto his own body. That sounds pretty cool. Uh, he loves to collect Autobots and Max- Maximals and use them as his trophy. Uh, another potential breakout character will be Optimus Primal, the gorilla leader of the Maximals and confidant of Optimus Prime. It makes Prime have a character he can have a philosophical conversation on the same plane there's a lot of commonalities they're dealing with but there is a different perspective they're dealing with Uh, in addition to the heroic maximals and the villainous predacons uh, there will be autobots and decepticons never before seen on the big screen uh we had somewhat exhausted the battle between decepticons and autobots uh, referring to the group uh, in the previous films how do we find a new set of villains and a new set of priorities uh, obviously, we know the Michael Bay movies are from 2007 to 2015, and then we had the 80s prequel Bumblebee, which is my favorite one of all of them. That one is still the best one, in my opinion. Uh, I good. agree. Definitely go watch Bumblebee if you guys haven't seen it. It is, it is great.
0: Yeah, it's it's great. A+. Plus. Uh.
1: So Capel was chosen to pick up the mantle because the team was looking for someone who could tackle heart and humor. Uh, we want to deliver a film that has the scale and spectacle of the Bay films with the heart and humor we were able to achieve in Bumblebee. Uh, and Shia's, Shia LaBeouf's relationship with Bumblebee in the Bay films. Uh, so Anthony Ramos and Dominique Fishback are the new human characters. And apparently Ramos and, uh, grew up loving Beast Wars.
0: I loved Beast Wars uh, growing up. It was so good. So I'm I'm pretty hyped
1: for this. Uh, and he'll apparently he'll be playing a character called Noah, a military veteran and electronics whiz. Uh, the one thing I love about Noah is his tenacity and his part and his will to never quit in spite of all the crazy things life is throwing at him. Said Ramos, it's amazing to see all this journey when we venture out into the world and meet and the humans meet bots and things start to happen and shit gets real. Uh, fishback meanwhile on the other hand did not grow up a transformers fan but she but she did grow up on even stevens the disney comedy starring the buff so she wanted to watch so she watched with interest as the actor went to uh, headline the new movie uh she described her character as intelligent as an intelligent artifact researcher uh she works at the museum trying to get a leg up and her boss keeps taking credit for the work that she's done um. So yeah, they are looking at previz and concept art, and the fans. Are, they say that the fans are gonna go crazy. Um, the film is set to debut June twenty fourth, twenty twenty two, so summer next year. Uh, and then yeah, Josh pulled up the logo for you guys right there. Transformers: Rise of the Beasts. It's a
0: good looking logo. <laughs>
1: yeah, there I it like is. It. There you go. It is a good looking logo. I, I like the I like the it's, the way it looks and the colors. It's simple. Good too. Colors look good. It looks. Like, it's a good logo. solid logo so yeah there you go there's some info on uh, the next transformers movie
0: i'm i'm about it i love transformers i loved beast wars growing up uh i hope it's good i hope it's as good as bumblebee because i love bumblebee
1: i want them all to be like on the level of bumblebee now i can't we Mm -hmm. we can't go back to the michael bay movies man like we're we're... Mm -hmm, yeah anyway uh we have some disney news for the uh for the disney fans uh Rachel Zegler uh wet, the star of West Side Story is set to be the main the lead character in Disney's Snow White remake. So obviously we know Disney's remaking all their movies uh slowly but surely and Snow White is one of their upcoming ones and now they have ca- they have apparently cast uh, Rachel Zegler as their main uh main character. Uh she beat out many for the role. Uh, she's poised for a major breakout when West Side Story comes out later this year. And she's also going to be in the sequel to Shazam. She's going to be in Shazam too as well. Um, but yeah, uh, she will be portraying Snow White in the uh, remake of the Disney film. Um, I don't know her from a whole lot, to be honest. But I've heard of her name, you know, like it's one of the things that you hear, but I'm just like, I don't, I don't, I haven't really personally seen her in in, in anything. Um, I don't know if I've seen her in anything. But yeah, that's cool. They're uh, the director for the uh, Snow White uh, remake is Mark Webb, who we know from the Amazing Spider-Man movies and uh, 500 Days of Summer and whatnot. If you're familiar with, with those. Um, and he uh, he said in a statement, Rachel's extraordinary vocal abilities are just the beginning of her gifts. Her strength, intelligence, and optimism will become an integral part of rediscovering the joy in this classic Disney fairy tale. Uh, it was... It's been in development since 2016. Um, the original movie came out in 1937. And uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know if this has a release date, but uh, it's one of the next upcoming remakes. So, yeah, there you go. There's, there's a bit of, uh, there's, there's a bit of Disney news. So, for you.
0: when I saw this on Twitter, I only glanced at it and I read her name as Renee Zellwinger and I was oh, like, wait a minute, God. she's too old. I was like, what? And then I looked at it again. And I was like, well I'm just an idiot. Okay, I just look too quick. I, I That's like, yeah. wow, well, I'm dumb. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, oh man that's funny but
0: that's that's cool man i'm uh, you know apparently she's not she's like not in a lot like the west side story she's she's like thing, she's so. pretty
1: new yeah she's like pretty yeah west side story is gonna be her like breakout thing because i know a lot of people are looking forward to that she
0: must be she must got some chops though because the throw her in there in snow white man that's pretty pretty dick. yeah
1: i mean they're she's gonna she's got some stuff coming up again west side story shazam 2 <laughs> No, why? Like these are all these are all pretty big projects she's in. So that's cool. Anyway, uh moving on from that, we have some new s- The Suicide Squad things. We have a poster and a trailer.
0: Yeah, but the poster is so big that it's taking a minute to load here. You guys, are I would have it up already.
1: So they're <laughs> so the poster says they're dying to save the world. A James Gunn film, The Suicide Squad, in theaters on IMAX in, or HBO Max on August sixth. Dolby Cinema, film for IMAX. Get DZ comics at comic shops. Read this, read DC digital comics at DC and Universe Infinite. Um. So yeah, here we go. We have from left to right all of the squad. I think I think that's everybody. Yeah, I think so. Pretty sure. Yeah, you got uh, got them all right there. Look at that. Even Weasels in the back there. That's so many characters, dude. Some of these are gonna die. Like, you just, you don't.
0: <laughs> Maybe there's a twist, Daniel. They'll all live to the end.
1: <laughs> dude, I don't know how. Look at John so... Cena. Look at John yeah, Cena. Fucking... Look at this fucking shit. Yeah, fucking. Jesus. Wait, where is he? I can't see him, Josh. Oh, uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> I had to do it anyway. Hmm. Yeah, I, I'm I'm looking forward to this. I'm looking forward to this. Poster looks good. Um, uh, yeah, we should throw up the trailer for. Uh, yeah, let's for do that. Let me swap it. out here. So it's the it's the HBO Max official Rain trailer for. I uh, haven't
0: watched this yet, by the way. So it'll be a first. Oh, movie. nice.
1: So you guys will get Josh's first reaction from this then.
0: Swap over to YouTube. Here
1: we go. You got your boy Bloodshot here in the opening scene Robert
0: the
2: with kryptonite bullet
0: oh damn we'll see my court is coming up Miss Wall maybe you can help
1: me so apparently he put uh he put a kryptonite bullet in Superman and
2: yeah, man that's that's great for you from the comics if I'm
1: not mistaken
2: Your
1: team. It's okay, I'm not okay. Each member is chosen for his or her
0: own completely unique set of abilities.
1: There they are. The squad. Good to know. This is your boy John Cena. <laughs> is this thing a dog? <laughs> kind of you think it is mate go looks great man like her like just the uh, every alpha that they've been giving her throughout all these movies like it's cool he's, okay? he's, he's harmless I mean he's not
0: harmless he's killed 27 children but you know He's killed 27 children oh shit
1: Your mission is to destroy every trace Yeah he's killed 27 old children old man. he's harmless Any questions Starfish
0: this is a slang term for a butt
1: any connection? <laughs> Project Starfish.
0: Dear God Cena.
1: Yep. Right. His character's gonna be saying a lot of weird shit like that. We know this because uh it was in the other trailer too. <laughs> Talking about dicks and shit, remember? Fucking
0: like Pokadon man!
1: Damn. I'm I'm really excited for King Shark too, man. I think he's gonna be a fun character in this.
0: <laughs> oh yeah. Looks fucking fun to me, I'm in. Let's do it. Oh yeah. Ratatouille, what do you got? Bird. Bird. Stay off the
1: Bird. That
2: that looks that looks fun.
1: Bird. Yeah. Very, very uh, fun.
0: When's this come out again? What was the date on this? I forgot.
1: It's like I think it's next month as well. Like July sixteenth. Really, cr- oh, is it this month? That's what it's Oh says. shit. That's soon, bro.
0: Wait, hold on. In the in the description it says Available in theaters and HBO Max on July sixteenth. Um, but on the in the actual trailer, it says August sixth. Hmm. Do you see that? We found a typo. Maybe conundrum. So it's, I, I, in, on, it's probably August sixth. Makes most on sense. On Google, it says August sixth. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, but if you look at the YouTube, it actually says. July 16th. Yeah, I see it. I see it in the description. Yeah, it says very. Yeah, so it's it's 16th. definitely August sixteenth. If they put it in the trailer, it's got to be that. I mean, shit. If it's if it comes out July sixteenth, I mean, <laughs> that'd be that'd be something, dude. Just just so you guys
0: watching, no, I'm not like full of shit. I want you to see it, and it's right here. No, it's
1: it's there. If you go if you go look at the video, you can see it that it's there. Yeah, available <laughs> in theaters, Asian HBO Max, July 16th on the ad free plan, streaming in the US for 31 days. Yeah. Yeah. So it's it it it'll yeah, most likely it's just a typo and it'll be August yeah. 6th. Cause yeah, I remember them saying August, but then when you said July, I was like, wait, wait a minute. Well, month, no, well that's what, what, why I, that's what
0: I was like. Wait, July sixteenth? I was confused. Yeah, it's definitely yeah. gonna be August then though. Hey, we found the thing. That's pretty funny.
1: <laughs> that is funny. Alrighty. Uh, back to some Disney news. Uh, Carly Johansson is gonna produce and star in the Tower of Terror movie for Disney. Uh, so we know that there have been plenty of other uh movies that Disney has tried to do uh in regards to their rides and stuff like we have Pirates of the Caribbean which I like mm-hmm. uh and then you have stuff like um Jungle Cruise which is coming out sometime this year
0: Was Haunted Mansion and then a ride? They,
1: and then Haunted Mansion was a ride, yes. They they did the Eddie Murphy one which I don't remember being good.
0: No, I don't remember uh, being good at all. <laughs>
1: and then uh they've done like tomorrowland which is not really a ride but it's like an area in disney uh, you know what's funny uh, is i thought tower of terror was already a movie apparently it's not no no yeah it hasn't been yet. You but know, it hasn't been one yet but they're they're working on one now uh, with scarjo i mean the thing with these right, the when they movies that they base off the rides is either it's going to be good or it's going to be bad you know yeah right like, like it's 50 50 shot <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like Pirates of the Caribbean, fantastic. Probably the best one they've done, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Tomorrowland was was bad. I watched it. Um, the 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 one we mentioned, the Eddie the Eddie Murphy movie, uh Haunted Mansion, bad. You terrible. Know what I mean? like terrible. So you know, maybe this one will be good. We'll see. It just depends on how they do it, you know. We we will see, but uh, yeah, ScarJo is producing and starring in the movie. Um, Josh Cooley from Toy Story 4 and Inside Out is currently writing the script. Uh, Todd details are under wraps, of course, because it's very early on. Um, but yeah, you know, Tower of Terror features like the, it has like a narrator, like that's like Twilight Zone esque, you know, and like you know, it's very of that vein of that kind of that kind of stuff. So. Uh and then yeah, oh, all then yeah, I mentioned Jungle Cruise. That's coming out sometime this year. I hope I hope that's good because that reminds me of pirates and the mummy and you know this mm-hmm. other stuff combined. But uh yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Uh I'm hope I'm always hoping for good things, but uh, you know, time will tell. Anyway, um moving on. Uh, we have a trailer for Marvel Studios' Shang Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. Oh hell yeah! Official trailer. See. Have you seen this? Yeah, I right? did. I, I did watch this. Yes. Okay. Yeah, I've seen it as well.
0: Let's open that up. YouTube and play.
1: Throughout my life. Um. The Ten Rings gave
2: our family power. They continue am, to look
1: good, in my opinion. Yeah, I am. I'm excited. <laughs> I am yeah. It looks looks pretty great.
0: I'm excited to learn about a hero that I, I know nothing about.
1: Yeah, I, um, I know like almost nothing about Shang-Chi and I'm excited. But they've to sold learn, me on what, it. Ten Rings and all that too.
0: They've sold me on it with these trailers already like I don't need to see any more than what I've seen. I'm in. I want to see this movie.
1: Yeah, I'm ready to see the real Mandarin as well. Mhm. Um and yeah, the all the martial arts stuff looks cool. Oh, uh, Yeah. There's certain uh... characters in this trailer that I am almost like, okay, mm-hmm. all right, I see what you're doing here. I'm hyped for that. We'll get to that when we get to that, though. But uh, yeah, yeah, man, yeah, dude. Like I, I'm for it. This comes out in September. Uh, also, very soon. I'm gonna I'm gonna see this one
0: in theaters, man. I'm gonna see Black Widow in theaters too. I'm fully vaxxed. I'm ready to go back into the movies. I haven't been. In like a years now.
1: Yeah, this is a solid trailer, dude. I like the I like the music choice and what they show and everything. It's it works for me. It works for me.
2: Mhm.
1: Look at all that water. My son,
2: you can't run from your past.
1: These like big old creatures and shit. Like damn, dude.
0: Fucking dragon.
1: The rings, dude. Yeah. Oh, that shit
0: looks so dope.
1: Uh, I'm Dragon, in, dude. Like what? I get like Mortal Kombat vibes out of this too, you know? Yeah. Right here at the end, look who it is, dude. That looks like the. Oh well, we know it's the Abomination for sure. But it looks <laughs> like he's fighting Wong, dude. And I'm like, yo, mm-hmm. that's so cool, dude. Yep. Look at that. The abomination versus Wong, dude. Like, that is that is sick, man. I can't wait I'm to in. see that. Thank yeah, you. definitely. Yes.
0: Exciting.
1: That is so cool, man. i <laughs> That's going to be great, man. Uh, we have another trailer. This one's for Halloween Kills.
0: Bro, I saw this one already. This shit is...
1: I'm excited. Yeah. All right. My, my only problem with this trailer is I think they may... They They I show a lot. Seen the movie Obviously, but I feel like they show a lot in this trailer. They do show a lot. Yes, I agree. I kind of wish they wouldn't, like, show as much. But then again, I haven't seen the movie, so I don't know what is and isn't a lot. You know what I mean?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I'm just saying that based off of what I think, but because this is a two-minute thirty trailer and it looks like they show a, a, like a lot. It's a, a lot beefy trailer. That's a lot of trailer. It is for two minutes. They show a lot of interesting kills in this as well. Yeah, they show a fuckload of kills, which I'm like, like, really, like they're like I don't know. Again, I just I just feel like they're overdoing it a bit, but we'll we'll see, mm-hmm. dude. I don't know. Obviously, he's not going to die in the fire, because we got two more movies to go. I actually... Like, if they just
0: left, just did the fireman kills, and left out all the other ones that they show, probably been okay.
1: Look at all the blood. Somebody
0: in there. I I grew oh, up yes. watching these movies. I was obsessed with the... Every Halloween, I mean, it would be the marathons on AMC, and you just sit there and watch them.
1: I like all, all all the way up to Halloween. Michael Myers. Oh dude with the with, with the light. Oof. Evil, that shit's rough. Tonight. Dude, getting that shit in the throat. Ugh. Oh, that'd be awful. Smith, Fucking theme!
2: That's a straight line
1: to uh,
0: Everybody's hunting Michael this go around. Yeah, right? Like, we gonna catch like,
1: you some of them a bit.
0: I do like that instead of, like, getting gonna slaughtered, the that they're going to go hunt for his ass Sam. So.
1: Yeah, it, it's gonna make for an interesting, you know, <laughs> movie, I think. Absolutely. The hunted are the hunters. This shit there's a certain point where, you where... Get it. I'm coming for you Michael. Do, 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 do. Fuck me that's that's good that's good shit. yeah like when when the, when she takes off his mask and he's gonna like, come and get it like damn I come get it yeah that's I'm
0: I'm I'm excited. I kind of want to see that in theaters, but I don't have anybody come with me, so I probably won't. <laughs> oh, dude, this, you'll, you'll have
1: everybody in the theaters with you, man. Well no,
0: fuck that. I'm not watching that movie by myself. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh.
1: that's funny. Um, what do we have? Oh, th- this next news may not be your favorite, but uh it's news still. It actually doesn't
0: uh, bother me as much as you might think.
1: Dune <laughs> has been shifted three weeks later in Warner Brothers' release date schedule. So the wait for Dune just got a bit longer. Warner Brothers has shifted the sci-fi epic to three weeks later, putting it at October 22nd. It was previously set for October 1st. Uh, the move was a part of a larger release date shuffled by Warner Brothers on Friday. The Many Saints of Newark was pushed back one week, taking the original spot held by Dune. The Sopranos prequel will now launch October 1st a week later than its previous date of December 24th. Uh, It also affected Clint Eastwood's upcoming film Cry Macho, which was bumped up one month after Dune took its previous spot. Uh, It'll release now on September 17th, three weeks ahead of its prior date of October 22nd. It's the latest delay for Dune, uh, directed by Deneva Lenouve. It is the Highly anticipated film originally set for December 18th, 2020 before being punted a year to 2021 due to COVID-19. Um, so yeah, just another another Warner Brothers shift for movies. Um, their next one is Space Jam which comes out on the 16th. And I'll be honest, I was hoping Space Jam would be decent, but I don't know, dude. I I don't have a whole lot of hope for it now, to be honest. It, the really? more they show, the yeah, the more that they show of that movie, like like there's been like clips and tra- like trailers and stuff that I've been seeing. I'm like, dude. There was one particular thing that I saw where like Porky Pig is rapping.
2: I heard about like, that.
1: Super nineties, and they're like 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 like, like that doesn't. It's like, it oh, means man. well, uh, it no, it's just not gonna, no, man. It's like, no, don't do that. Like, it's just, a, it's like, it's a bunch of, there's gonna be a lot of corny shit in this movie. Is basically what I'm saying. Like, I just, yeah, I get you. I don't know, dude. Like, I'm still gonna watch it because I mean, I, I, you know, love the first Space Jam, and I'm, I want this one to be good, but I just, I don't have hopes for it of being good, you know. Uh, Anyway, Suicide Squad is next on the 6th of October, or uh, October of August, my bad, I don't know how we went from July to October. Uh, The Suicide Squad on August 6th, uh, Reminiscence on the 20th of August, Malignant on September 10th, Cry Macho on September 17th, The Many Saints of Newark October 1st, Dune October 2nd, King Richard November 19th, and then finally closing out the year with Matrix 4 on December 22nd. Those are the remaining uh, Warner Brothers films for the year.
0: Matrix Four is coming this year.
1: Yeah, December.
0: Really? It's weird we haven't had like a single teaser or anything for that. Am I the only one that thinks that's a little strange?
1: Yeah, I mean, it 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 seems. I mean, we still don't even have like a like a proper name for it, right? Like it's just like obviously we're calling it all the Matrix Four because that's we what we assume it's going to be called. But like, there hasn't been any official anything for this, right? That's weird, no, right? No, and then it's no supposed posters, to come out this year. No title, no no trailer. Yeah, it's coming out this year. At the you end have of to the start year, building December.
0: hype for it at some point, right? Like, I, I get that you want to be titled. I would on-
1: imagine that pretty soon they will, but you know, I'm just, that just seems so weird to me.
0: I I didn't even realize it was at the end of this year. I thought it was like in March next year or something crazy like that.
1: Hmm. Um, the other Keanu movie, John Wick Four, is I think is coming out in March. Oh, <laughs> so that, that's, that. That might have been where you. Yeah.
0: I just picked a random month to be honest with you. <laughs> uh,
1: uh oh, my bad. April, not March. So whatever, ah. close enough, close enough. But anyway, well, yeah. Um, where else? Where are we? Okay.
0: I'm actually not bummed by this. I like it's just 3 weeks. That's not that's not. That's not a big deal. I just want the movie to I want the movie to do wait, well.
1: You've had to wait almost a year already, right? So you can wait yeah. 3 more
0: weeks. My only concern is I want this movie to do well so we get because this is just the first half of the first book. Like I want at least the first book completed before they they throw the the hatchet into it. I hope they don't. I hope they keep going. I hope it's good. I want it to yeah. be good. Because uh, I'm a big Dune fan, because and if it's good, that that means I get to bring in more and make other Dune fans. Like how Daniel got made into a Mass Effect fan. Um, let's get mm-hmm. Dune fans in, man. Let's do it. Like, so I just wanted to succeed and do well and get those sequels and uh, all that. Uh,
1: yeah, yeah, I get you. Uh,
0: which the book I showed earlier, like the art on the cover, is inspired by this Dune movie, mm-hmm. like. A lot of the art in the book is inspired by this dude movie. So uh, it's pretty cool. Um, Um,
1: What's next? Moving on. Uh, Patty Jenkins' Rogue Squadron movie has received, has now gotten a writer. Uh, Matthew Robinson co-wrote and co-directed with Ricky Gervais the 2009 comedy The Invention of Lying is pinning the script to Rogue Squadron.
0: I've seen that movie, The Invention of Lying.
1: Pretty good. I liked it. Uh, Oh, you you said you've seen it? That's cool. I have seen it, I I haven't, so I can't really speak anything on it, but yeah, so he he co-wrote and co-directed that, so he's, he's writing The Rogue Squadron now. Um, What else has he done? Uh, he was a writer for Dora and the Lost City of Gold. Uh, the invention of lying, Love and Monsters. He's a writer of Live Die Repeat and Repeat, which is this, you know the sequel to Live Die Repeat, or AKA Edge of Tomorrow. He's working on that as well. Okay, okay. Um, all right. But uh. In a, uh or, or rewind patty Jenkins says she she's using her her fighter pilot father as an inspiration for the project and has wanted to make the greatest fighter pilot movie ever made uh and the the movie has a release date of december 22nd 2023 uh and obviously this will be the first movie we have since the rise of Skywalker you know two years ago um but yeah just just uh you know the movie has a writer now uh which is cool i mean it, it, it always i always like to report or i always like to talk about these things uh you know if they're going well or or, or mm-hmm. bad because i mean it's you know like obviously some of the other movies we talked about how you know or like for example we we're talking about today the halo show how it's been like in hell like for years right Like, yeah, it's always good when like, you know, here's the Rogue Squadron movie and it's getting a direct, you know, getting a writer better. I'd rather hear that than like, you know, there's behind the scenes trouble like there was some other stuff, you know, so. And Rogue Squadron is something I'm looking forward to because I want to see the greatest fighter pilot movie ever made. Like, that's what Mm -hmm. what they're going for on this. And I want to see what that is, you know what I mean? So bring it. And they're using inspiration from the books and the games, so I'm all about it, man. Like, everything I'm hearing about Star Wars nowadays, like, about how they're making stuff and how they're going about it, has me excited. Like, the the Akeloid stuff from earlier has me super hyped for that. Yeah. Just everything that they're... I feel like they're learning from the sequels, which is something that you want them to do. Uh, so it's some, definitely something I wanted them to do, you know? like e- like even if you're a fan of the sequels you have to admit that like those movies were not maximized the way they didn't they didn't fill out the potential they could have had you know or that they did had rather but anyway um moving on from that uh let's talk a little bit why the Mass Effect movie never was made cuz they were working on a Mass Effect movie like 20 or 20 like 10 years ago I remember. Um, I remember when they
0: were, they were trying to get this made.
1: Yeah, so what I was <laughs> going to say was in 2010, not, not 20 years ago, in 2010, <laughs> Mass Effect fans got a wild surprise. The franchise was going to be adapted for a film and Bioware was playing a hands-on role in its development. Uh, the adaptation was joined by a, a bunch of names. Uh, Avi Arad, known for co-founding Marvel Studios, was set to be a producer. Legendary Pictures and Warner Brothers were financing the film. And several of Bioware's own uh, staff would be deeply involved. Um, sadly, that's all that ever you know was heard about it,
2: mm-hmm. and the
1: project is dead in the water. Uh, in in a new interview with Business Insider, Mac Walters, director of Mass Effect Legendary Edition, confirmed that the Mass Effect film project has been abandoned by the team at Legendary. It felt like we were always fighting the IP, Walter said of the project. What story are we going to tell in 90 to 120 minutes? Are we going to do it justice? It was all those concerns that ultimately led to the script being reworked and canceled. Uh, and then obviously, you know, anybody who's played these games know that you can't really simplify them down to two hours, right? Yeah, that'd so games.
0: hard. You go to so many different planets just in the first game just for the main story so that's even if you ignore all the side
1: stuff like this is usually better to be made into a tv show like i would rather and i agree with it yeah
0: because like when you when you do
1: like a one and done movie there's so much that gets erased from you know the the games it's like it's it's impossible to like crunch down a massive game into like a two-hour movie it's just not possible you can't make it if Make it a TV show. I think that's also another reason why, like, video game movies have been pretty unsuccessful. Mm-hmm. Is that most of them are just better off as TV shows.
0: Another thing with now, Mass Effect is... is just uh sorry, just to look at the giant roster of characters. You know? Yeah. Like, you lock yourself into two hours with those, like, Shepard and probably two characters at most there that they're going to show off. And one of them, the love interest. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, continue I mean, your thought. Could, I didn't mean to interrupt
0: you. I apologize.
1: No, no. I was just gonna say, like, not that like there there aren't uh, games that could work as as movies, but I think most of them work better probably as or, or would work better as TV shows. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think like what you were saying about the companions, they could probably have like a a uh, like a good number of them, but they're not gonna be as like prominent as they were in in the games because mm-hmm. like. It's a lot gonna, of characters to give like story and agency to, you know what I mean? If they like, were
0: doing just... that if they were doing that in the movie, they would take the most popular characters. So you'd see Rex, you'd see Garrett, you'd see Liara. And then like the rest of them would be like relegated just to the background. Like,
1: yeah, they they would likely. not be as as prominent for sure. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Uh
0: what else is about this here, Daniel? Is there more to this than we're um canceled.
1: Uh, yeah, it was apparently going through several changes before it was shelved, including becoming an episodic TV series. There you go. But uh, despite Walters and Legendary itself value- seeing value in, tran- in the transition towards TV, the project still fell through. Uh, it never picked up again after that. Uh, not for lack of trying, Walters told Business Insider. However, it doesn't mean all hope is lost. Uh... In the meantime, it seems like Legendary Pictures has cooled off on the idea of adapting the story, but it's but Walters believes it's only a matter of time before other interested parties come calling. Video game adaptations are on the rise once again, and there and Mass Effect is a, a, a uh, ripe with narrative, with a, with a narrative worth telling. My bad, Jesus. Uh, you know, with stuff like The Last of Us being a thing, uh, executives. Will, it, depending on the success of that too like if that does really well like i wouldn't be surprised if executives start like you know going crazy like you know what's the what's the next big video game thing we can pick up and turn into a tv show you know yeah so i wouldn't be surprised um i could but, see
0: yeah. uh i could see amazon making a grab for it too uh because of uh the success That'd of the expanse you know they kind of got the budget for the expanse kind of they can yeah, do the, the expanse, same thing. and we
1: all know how much they're dropping on the Am- uh, Lord of the ring show like damn exactly exactly that right is an expensive like, show dude like god damn i cannot wait for it but like there yeah if anybody could do it it could definitely be them yeah okay. that's actually a good solid choice i hadn't even thought of amazon like you know i was well, thinking of like who who, what would be a good one but yeah honestly, it's mostly the it
0: expanse that led me down that thought process gotcha.
1: um i haven't seen any of it i want to check it out at some point though. Y- like, you'll recognize the
0: character's voice in it i can guarantee you that Okay, gotcha. <laughs> it's very noticeable. <laughs>
1: gotcha, gotcha.
0: Uh, so when you do, if you do check it out, I was I checking will. it out, just, but know. then around season four, I I, I binged so much that I needed a break from it. But I'm gonna go back to it,
1: and I liked it. Cool. Yeah, I hear good things. I just never have seen it. You know. Mm-hmm. Uh, the last thing we have here is that uh, John some John Wick four news is that Scott Adkins is in talks to join the, the next installment. Uh, we already have Keanu returning with Donnie Yen, Rina Sawayama, Shamir Anderson also on board. Uh, you know. And then uh, Chad Sileski is also uh, coming back as director. Um. So yeah, Scott Adkins is in talks to join. Uh, we, we were talking about it earlier, how... Uh, the film is set for release on uh, May twenty seventh. Where I thought maybe it would be like March or uh, April, but uh, yeah, apparently it's May twenty seventh of next year. Uh, yeah, and I I can't wait. They'll be they'll be good.
0: Oh yeah, and I still need to watch the third one.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, yeah. Uh... Third one's good. But yeah, that'll that'll do it for our uh, for for our, our news for the day.
0: I got I got one thing, Daniel. One thing, and it it's, okay, uh, and, it, and it. it broke it broke while we were doing news. It's a it's a downer Oh one, shit!
1: Breaking news. It's, oh, an, it's oh, a it's one. a downer one that I know. What you're about to say. I yeah. Know, I and, uh.
0: So it, it got tweeted out just a little bit ago. But Richard Donner passed away. Um yeah. Direct. He was 91 years old. Director of Superman, Lethal Weapon, The Goonies. Uh. Ninety one is a hell of a long life. Uh it's I know Daniel's yeah. loved Superman.
1: I loved Oh I, lo- I uh, love I love Superman, yeah.
0: I love Superman. I love I love the Goonies. It was my grandmother's before she passed away. Uh one of her favorite movies. Um and i I grew up watching, you know, fucking Lethal Weapon too. So uh like, like uh yeah. It's a, it's a downer. I, I don't want to. I hate to end on a downer, but it absolutely has to be mentioned because of like, like Donner has had a big influence on us growing up, like with these movies. So, um, a, lot of, a
1: lot of good movies, man. Sure. And,
0: you know, so, uh, you lived a nice long life, man. Um, yeah. I hate to end you on a downer, though.
1: Hey man, it is what it is. I did see that news. I did yeah. see it uh, earlier. Yeah.
0: I, I figured. I thought you might
1: have. Yeah. yeah. Um. So yeah. Uh, R.I.P. Uh, Richard Donner, man. Yes, sir. But uh, like you said, you know, he, he. It's. Yeah. It like we talk about it like being a downer and stuff. I mean, it is, but like, it'd be more of a downer if he was younger and it was more unexpected, right? Mm-hmm. Like he, you know, I, I think at this point you can, you can. Celebrate his life, you know, because he I mean, giant again, bucket 91, of 91, long life. Ninety one, dude. That's a that's a pretty that's a long solid, run, solid, man. There's a lot of people that haven't made it anywhere near near close to that, so.
0: There's a lot of great hits uh, under the belt, you know.
1: Yeah, resting, uh, you know, rest now, good sir. Uh, and uh, yeah, he, he had he had a good life, and he gave us, and we can always, you know, watch his movies and all that stuff. So, yeah.
0: Alright. Uh, that is the news. I think we're going to take a break because we've been at this yep. for about two and a half hours. Uh, yeah, we'll come we'll back. Break we'll spend a little time with some D&D world building. Probably not super long because this show has kind of run a little long because uh, we were behind on news. Not behind on news. We just didn't do a show last week and it's my fault. But... Um, uh, We'll be right back after this. I'll put some music up for you guys. And we'll be right back. Don't go
1: anywhere. BRB.
0: Hello, everyone, and welcome back. Hope you had a lovely break. Um, uh, we're gonna move yeah, into the second part um, of our show here, which is some more D and D world building. Um, part four first, of our
1: world building series. Yeah, here. part
0: four. Um, I think we're gonna build a quest. I think that's what's gonna happen. But first, yeah, l- let's kind of recap. Uh, what happened last time we did this? Because we made bad guys using an awesome tool that I have here somewhere, uh, an awesome book that I have purchased. Let me see if I can find it real quick. I, I own a lot of D&D stuff, guys. And that is no joke. A lot. Um, so it might take me a second to find it. No, that is not what I'm looking for. Um, but there's tons of great supplements out there. I just wanted to uh, get out the one that we used for this. Um, And it's gonna take me a minute. Villain generator, that's it. That's the one. Uh, Over by Realm Fables, villain generator, was full of uh, awesome uh, tables for us to roll on and make bad guys. Um, So go give their book a, a buy, a purchase. Let's see how much it is right now, actually. Um, villain generator. D and D. Well, you know what? I should use the actual title of the book, which is "Round Fables," villain generator. Because I always like to shout out the cool shit. Right, right. You can get this. You can get this over on drive-through RPG right now for two ninety-nine. It's a PDF copy. Three dollars. It's a hundred percent worth the three bucks. I'm gonna throw it in the twitch chat. Boom. We used that last time we, we uh did this world building stuff.
2: Um
0: uh and actually we have a couple things. Uh first of all, let's run run down our villain from last time because uh yeah, we're, so gonna, add, we're gonna add a couple things to it as well.
1: Yeah, a l- l- little bit of a recap from from the last uh, last episode and yeah, like Josh said, we'll, we'll, let's add some things it. So We have also we have this uh, Google Doc, the Clockwork Land, where we have all of our stuff that we've been doing. Right?
0: We do, and I'm going to throw it up on screen for you. Boom.
1: Josh created a character, and I or Josh created a bad guy, and I created a bad guy last time. So that's two two completely different bad guys. Yeah. Um.
0: So mine is a human, uh, named Osgar. Uh he was a priest slash religious leader of some descript. Um he was a religious fanatic. Um he has a symbol, which is an eye. He owns an item called the cursed broken shield of warrior of blood. His weapon of choice is a crossbow. His appearance and theme is like he has a, a hollow hole that rests where his heart should be in it. Lets out a poisonous vapor. Dear god, this man is terrifying. His thematic style is that he's kind of regal, wears a uh, white cape, gold armor. I I, I kind of think of him as like... He's a villain playing at being the hero, almost, by the way he dresses. Mm. Um, yeah. He's a, he's a His negative trait is that he's malicious, and his positive trait is that he's competent, which is, you don't want that in a villain, somebody that knows what the fuck they're doing. Um, he has a, a grudge against people that uh, are aware of his, uh, like the adventurers. Uh, That have uh, outed his existence to probably some other faction or some other uh, uh, enemy of his. Um, His mission is that he is spreading a sickness across the land that will kill all the livestock. Um, His servant is a cunning sentinel uh, of some descript. Uh, His pet is an all-seeing hawk. His backstory hook is that the chosen hero has hid his entire family. He has a prophecy that says, The men of the wilderness foretold that when the Red Mountain sleeps, the demon's host will appear soon after. It is scrawled in the sand that the world shall fall into darkness. His motivation is to speed up the inevitable. He wants to speed up his plan kill all the livestock. He's about middle aged. His strength is manipulation. He's really good at manipulating people. Probably the heroes of, uh, you know, uh, he probably comes to the heroes as like a a good guy at first before betraying them. Uh, a trope I've used a few times. Uh, uh, he's weak to magic, which I find very interesting. Um, uh, yeah, right. uh, because, like, when I think of magic, what I think this means is that he's kind of weak to the arcane, right? Like, not to religious magic. That is kind of like his strength, because he's a religious leader, a zealot, a, a fanatic, right? But what he would be weak to, like, probably more arcane magic. Um he's located in the abyss he hates rulers, so like he hates kings and queens and anybody that just rules he loves treasure he seeks treasure he uses mutations in combat like like he mutates oh god um he's a he studies war and combat and his he has visions of a greater evil um Daniel give us a rundown of your of
1: your fine fellow all right so mine <clears throat> My villain that we uh, j- that we came up with last time, his name is Gorum Spinestriker. Uh, he's a Minotaur knight slash warrior. Uh, he's a, a bully. Uh, his symbol is a tree. Another
0: adventurer joins the table. His
1: item is a ring that controls time. His weapon is magic. His appearance and theme is a ho- there is a hollow hole where a hollow hole rests where his heart should be and lets out uh, poisonous vapor. That one we kind of. Yeah, we rolled double on that, that one. Yeah. Um, I think the our thematic, thematic style, styles are also the same. His regal That's cape, it. gold armor, there you go. Yeah. We,
0: rolled, we rolled the same thing twice in a row. I don't think it happens anymore, though. <laughs> uh, his negative
1: trait is that he's a tyrant. Uh, his positive trait is that he's adaptable. Uh, his, the grudge is that you are a species that they despise. His mission is using magic to awaken a long-dormant volcano.
0: Jesus, that fucking sounds metal.
1: Uh, yeah. His servant is a magical archivist. His pet his pet is a spirit worm. Uh his backstory hook is that a famous naval captain magically bound your mind. Uh the mm. prophecy is that the queen of the wilderness foretold of its coming. Uh when the weeping fox rises. Uh hold on. God damn it. The the, the so let me reread that prophecy is the queen of the wilderness foretold of its coming when the weeping fox rises the demons' host will appear soon after carved in bark that the world shall soon fall into darkness. Ah, uh, the motivation is that an old betrayal drives you to your goal. Age is old. Strength is his brawn. Weakness is water. Located in the city, and here's one that I find fascinating. He hates magic, so his weapon is magic, and he hates magic. And he's also his mission is to use dark magic to awaken a long dormant volcano. So that's interesting. Hey. He loves treasure, he seeks vengeance, uses spells, studies history, and he has visions of cataclysms. There you go.
0: Daniel's I feel like Daniel's villain's more interesting than mine. Just because he like he uses magic, he hates magic, he's trying to use it to make this thing happen. And he's like God damn you! I hate you, but I'm gonna fucking use you. I'm gonna manipulate you, you. to awaken yeah. this
1: fucking volcano. Um.
0: Yeah. So, so I, I wrote in here randomly generate title and weapon next cantina. We're gonna do that right now. I have the I have some PDFs open, so we're gonna add Excellent. a few things. Daniel, get your D100 ready. I need to open. We'll do titles first. Uh, let me All open right. my title page. I got my title page open. We'll start with you, Daniel. Give me a roll All and right. let me know what you got.
1: All right. How many rolls you need? Just one? Just one. Just one D100 roll. One D100. All right. Uh, 66. 66.
0: Oh, my God. This name fits him. Your title is the unyielding anvil.
1: No. <laughs>
0: Bruh. So here's a thing that I want to talk about for just a second while we're world building and, and talking about uh, just d and tabletop in general. One of the things you can do with titles um, is you can give a title a power, right? So like bestowing something like the Unyielding Anvil, I might give him a power or a Grum Spine Striker. Or and like if somebody killed Spine Striker, uh, they might take his title, right? And that the title, the unyielding anvil, this is just off the top of my head. And maybe for a round he turns his, his his skin to iron, right? Makes him unyielding. Uh or something similar to that. Um giving him a bonus to his, his AC or or letting him do some special attack with it. You know, that that's a neat thing you can do with titles. Uh let me do a roll here. Roll one D 100. I don't have my D 100 handy or I would do it on the map. But I don't. Let's see what we got. 35. What do I got as 35? Oh, I have Oscar. He is king in Ostmark. That is his title. He's a king. King in Ostmark, huh? I find that interesting.
1: Which is, is, yeah, because uh, look at what he hates.
0: Yeah, he hates rulers.
1: He hates what he is. Yeah, and just like mine, hates magic and uses magic. It's interesting.
0: In indeed.
2: Interesting me...
1: conundrums here.
2: Let me put my title right up here. Oh, God, Did I didn't mean that to be bold. I hope that
0: all right uh weapon I'm gonna type in weapon really quick right here um so what I'm thinking though is that like he hates rulers uh so he probably killed the king and took his uh position here he's got a p- place of power now uh and has taken the title of the king of ostmark and if you killed him and took the title you would be king in ostmark and ostmark could mean anything it could be a a town it could be a an area it could be anything you could think of right it could be a cave named ostmark you're just the king of it now right and it could grant yeah. you something um like yeah, you know right. it, it could be a sanctuary it could uh, having the title might grant you a follower it might grant you bodyguards right like like just think about cool things you can do with titles i uh, i matt Colville is one of my absolute favorite YouTubers with D and D and stuff, and he uses titles. And he's talked about titles extensively, Um so go check out his videos uh, over there called "Running the Game." If you're ever interested in running, if you're a DM and interested in running D and D, watch those videos. What watch their watch their live stream that they did with a um, with their D and D crew. They're doing a fourth edition game right now too, by the way. Um, but titles are an interesting thing that you could give not just your bad guys, but your players let them claim titles, give them little special abilities with it. Um, uh, nothing that'll break the game, but something that'll make them feel special, make them want to go for one. Right? Especially monks. Monks have tons of cool titles. The Master of Ravens would be a cool title for a monk. Uh, uh, the the Viper Striker would be a cool uh, uh, title for, for, for monks. You know, something like that. Um, it's little, but it could mean a lot to a player. Um I'm leaning on Monk pretty heavily right now because, like, you have a character well versed in martial arts. Uh, They could beat the villain, and just you know, maybe the villain is covered in like tattoos of vipers or or ravens. And when they beat this master of the raven or viper striker or whatever, they would absorb these tattoos, and they would become the new uh, that new uh, personification of that of that title. Um, so just something cool to think about. Um uh right there. Now we're gonna do a weapon uh for our, our guys. They have weapons, but we want to give them a cool name for their weapon. Um I have a title for that. I mean a, a title for that, a book for that. Okay. Um the, the, the list that I have here, by the way, I bought these on Etsy. Um you can find them in there. Just look for D one hundred tables. It was really cheap, cheap. They have a we love rolling on tables. It is a lot of fun to add that randomness um, to it. And uh, I have a few. We're going to do a few different rules here, but we're going to do one at a time. Um, and let us get to
2: the names. Where's the names at?
0: I want weapon names or sword names? That's weapon runes. That is
2: not what I want. That I do
0: want. Daniel, go ahead and give me a roll for your weapon name. What do you need? Just a D100. Just one. Know uh, what you get. ninety-one. Ninety-one. Uh, Gorham Spine Striker has a sword called the Sun Sword. Um, let's figure out the Sun Sword's history. So, give me another D one hundred roll once you're ready for that. I know you're typing in in the in the uh yeah doc. So just when you're ready.
2: Um.
1: Uh, four.
2: Four.
0: Oh, wow. This weapon was retrieved. The Sun Sword was retrieved from another plane where it was used as a game piece by angelic beings in an internal tournament. Whoa. That that, that weapon's got some history
1: to it. It was retrieved from another plane.
0: Uh-huh. Where it was used as a game piece by angelic beings in an eternal
2: tournaments.
1: That sounds crazy.
0: That that sounds that sounds nutty as fuck, actually. Nutty,
1: nutty as shit, yeah.
0: <laughs> um and it has a weapon rune on it. So give me a D one hundred and let's see what rune you get. And this will give you like a little magical ability on your weapon. Give, make it a little bit more unique.
2: Uh, 60. 60! 60. 60, 60. Rune of
0: Eminence? Eminence? The wielder may cast Misty Step once per day. With the proper material components, the wielder may also cast Plane Shift once per day. So, that is pretty dope. Um, Eminence is spelled like this, Daniel, by the way. Oh, you got it. That's exactly how it's spelled. I think. Uh, The wielder may cast Misty step once per day, and with the proper material components they may cast plane shift once per day. That that really kind of uh grabs that sun sword like it was in another plane and they got plane shifted to you somehow by accident or something, you know? That's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. All right, let's roll my weapon for Oscar, our king of Ostmark. That wow, I just realized that Ostmark and Oscar, those names kind of go together. <laughs> yeah, they do. All right. Let's see what we got here. I rolled a 63. Hope I get something really ridiculous. No, I get something cool. God damn it. Uh, I have a weapon named Ice Bane. <laughs> ice Bane.
1: Nobody cared who I was before I was <laughs> in the ice. Ice Bane. Uh,
0: that's pretty cool, actually. <laughs> Fuck. Um, <laughs>
2: uh let's see here uh another
0: d100 for me for the weapon history 59 uh,
2: 59
0: 59 59. so ice bane is not a sword it is a small hammer it's a small hammer that was meant to be a simple tool. But it was used in a spree of murders and learned the taste of blood. And now it seeks it out. Damn, that's kind of metal. Uh, <laughs> let's paste that right in there. Paste this plate text. That is crazy.
1: fucking bloodthirsty weapon dude
0: bloodthirsty hammer that he carries
2: around with it
0: that's
1: nuts man let's see what
0: rune i get 26 Nope, that's names oh wow (laughs) weird what a weird rune to have on this uh what did you get? It's called Rune of Atwas, uh, a rune of trust, faith, and companionship. The bearer mm. of this rune can cast less once per day.
1: Well, I think that it goes into his strength of manipulation right there. Yeah. It sure could. There you go. There you go.
0: Uh, I'm gonna do a quick uh, look through these D100. Uh... So usually, guys, before we do a D&D uh show, I, I I will prep for it, right? But I was really busy this last week and didn't really prep too much, which is fine because it lets you kind of see what it's like when you're when you're not prepared. Um. So uh, what I'm gonna do is I'm just gonna look through these really quick and see if there's anything that is worth rolling on here to expand our villains, right? Like, yeah. Um.
2: Uh, let's say our our
0: our uh let's pick like a let's roll on like an agent agent table like a, a underling kind of deal um you know i got like your second hand man kind of deal right
1: um God,
0: so not not necessarily like somebody that's gonna kill or anything like that for you but might be a spy or something and it's just completely random it could be a I was shopkeeper
1: here, like, uh, OK.
0: We have a servant, yes. Yeah, it's, um, I, it's,
1: I was also looking at the servant in the Magical Archivist, but were you say you're going for something else, OK. But
0: yeah, something like an agent, like somebody that's out there doing things for you. Uh, yeah. When I think of a servant, it's somebody that stays close and, like, kind of defends
1: you. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh,
0: this would nice. be like a guy. This would be like a guy like the party would fight almost before they'd fight you, kind of deal. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, OK, so agent.
0: So you just roll a d100? I think all of this, all these lists are d100s. Um, no, some of them, right. some of them are d58. 50, uh,
1: An agent of evil. All right, here we go. Let's let's
0: do it. Uh, eighty four. Eighty
1: four.
0: <laughs> um, eighty four is a duelist who challenges the party party members to a duel at a dramatic but inconvenient time and location. But he never shows up until hours later. What? Yeah. Think about it. Think about it. He's almost like the um that samurai whose name is 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 getting uh escaping me right now. Um he would challenge people to duels, right? But he would show up hours later when his the person he was supposed to fight was pissed off like he would do this on purpose as a tactic right to to fuck with him um so you have an agent who is a duelist but he you know he's kind of like a he's got a flair for the dramatic um and maybe he even puts on like a, a facade of being a lazy uh kind of type of a person but he's not really yeah. he's, he's, he's he's working the party he's the undercover kind of dude. also Sorry. i accidentally pulled my dice Let's see what I get. I'll probably get something really stupid. Uh, Roll that beautiful bean footage. 65. 65. (laughs) Yeah, this is great. Uh, My agent is an incompetent shepherd, of all things, who has blocked the road with sheep for several miles. Sorry, they kind of do their own thing, is what the flavor text on this one is. Um...
1: My name is uh, Commander Shepherd, and this is my dog. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I actually probably have to work on something for this agent because he's a little
1: he's a little weird. An incompetent shepherd who has blocked the road with sheep for several miles. <laughs> uh, they do their own thing.
0: They kind of do their own thing.
1: Sheep maybe, man.
0: Maybe those sheep are carrying that plague, man. He's trying to kill all the livestock, you know, he's fucking like, spilling it threading it around. Uh thinking about that. Oh, uh, let's see here. <laughs> bread, muffins, and other baked goods. No, I don't think we need that. You want to pick a favorite muffin for your <laughs> minotaur?
1: Muffin? Uh,
0: breads, muffins, and other baked I'm, I'm goods. I'm
1: going to do one roll just for the hell of it. 58. Let's see what you
0: get. 58. Uh, he likes mushroom breads. Sometimes with unexpected medicinal or recreational properties. Mushroom bread. I'm gonna roll for my character now.
1: Yeah, why not? Right.
0: 14.
2: Oh my god. Oh. Uh, I get a
0: thing called Sawyer's flat, a horrid matzo-like crisp bread cut with maple, at best, birch, which is ant or pine. Oh God, sawdust. Often eaten by unskilled laborers or during famine and drought. He likes really nasty food. Apparently. That's that's Let's awful. post this in here. That is that is terrible. I acquired a taste for the stuff uh when I was but but a poor nobody.
2: <laughs> um Interesting.
1: What do we got next? What's the, what's the next thing?
2: Let's look here.
0: I was looking at cultist test items, and I was seeing if there was anything in there that might be kind of like the thing. Uh, but nah, not really. Um, diseases. I don't think we want to get rid of diseases. Um, dwarven clan names, dwarven traits. Factions. Uh, We could give them uh, You want to roll in the factions table and give your dude a faction name, maybe?
1: Sure. Do it.
0: Give me a D100 when you're ready.
1: D100. Number two.
2: Number two.
0: Uh, you have the loyalty of a Let faction of swords together. Oh, thank you for uh for the uh the subscription. Um, my, my I usually have my alerts muted, and it it surprised me. Uh, you have a group of pirates, uh, that are loyal to you. Uh, they are called uh the Wayfarers. And the the person in charge of the wayfarers is in fact a mind flayer. Hmm. Which is weird. <laughs> uh let me roll a what I got? Seventy nine. What oh, I got a seventy-nine?
2: Oh my god, I got one that fits my dude perfectly. The Paper Court.
0: A secret organization of scholars, wizards, and other knowledge seekers. Most librarians and booksellers in this region are affiliated with them in some way. It is said they have a sprawling underground library under a major city. Oh my god, that's so good. I
2: love it. The paper cord. Also, god dang it. Screwed up my screwed up my beautiful thing.
1: Not the beautiful thing.
0: Uh the paper we, cord. We, that
1: makes sense. Yeah. We already did totally familiars
0: and pits. Uh fears and phobias. Nah. Forest encounter. Nope. Nah, no. Nope.
2: Nope.
0: Uh, you want to roll for a boss mechanic? Sure. That that might be something weird. Might be cool. That'll be interesting. Why not? That's an interesting boss mechanic. What does a uh,
2: Gorum Spine Striker do? Uh, 68. 68. Holy
0: shit. Oh, oh no, Re- re-roll, Daniel. You don't want this. Uh, OK, <laughs> but this I'm just going to tell you what it is. It doesn't fit the character at all, but it's really funny. It's called wait, wait. the Necro Dancer. When confronted oh, in his dark lair, the lights suddenly go on, revealing the room to be a massive dance floor. At the start of each turn, Zone of Irresistible Dance is cast through the speakers that line the walls. <laughs> Z- which the Necro Zone- dancer has the remote. To.
1: <laughs> Zone of Irresistible, what the fuck? Each right, turn, is. the Necro
0: Dancer summons a backup dancer, skeletons, or something that would be comparatively weak for the party's level. This goes on until the song ends, at which point a giant disco ball is dropped from the ceiling with the intent to crush the players. Taking advantage of the. Dis- oh, God damn it. Nah, you get a reroll on that one, bro. That is the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen. I can't believe it's on this table.
1: Uh, <laughs> Holy shit. Let's see, 31, I think. Yeah, 31.
2: Oh, this is neat.
0: Um, It's called Stone Fishing. The boss is hiding in the mouth of a giant stone fish who can swim in the earth like water. The fish can't go outside a sphere of a certain radius, but it allows the boss to appear from with- from the walls and ceilings to try and smash people interesting let me roll what do i get 81.
2: uh that one doesn't really fit it's
0: not funny it's just it doesn't even make any sense i don't even know what's on this table uh, the arrogant boss is carried around on a light palaquin pelican, pelican by the strongest and fastest minions. Interesting. Uh. The boss refuses to touch the ground. Uh, that's a little ridiculous. Okay. That that one... That, that that one just seems like it has a bunch of ridiculous shit in it. Um, oh, do you want to have a prisoner? You can roll for a prisoner in your dungeon.
1: Why not? What? Dude, we're rolling for him anyway. All right. Prisoner.
2: Sixty. Seems to be something. I mean. Oh, wow. Watch well, you yeah. have
0: Ard... Ard... Ardmodor. Andri- an ancient golden dragon that is polymorphed as a human currently being held in your prison for some reason that you would come up with. Then mm-hmm. the, the name is spelt like this, Daniel. I'm gonna
1: paste it in here a little I mean there yeah, you I mean I mean honestly like I was just gonna say you should probably just like copy paste yeah, I, I, all I'll that co- stuff in I here. I can do
0: that I can do that for you. Paste as plain text.
1: Cause like I've tried to write down some of these, but I don't think but it's a like, it's a lot, yeah, um, yeah.
0: Copy paste it for you. That's for that's cool. Make it easier
1: on you. Arndamador, ancient gold dragon that 65. is polymorphed as a human.
2: <laughs>
0: I get noodles, a dragonborn monk thrown in the prison after, uh, after being accused of killing uh my uh my bad guy's daughter. Hmm. You know, I'm gonna throw that in there. Noodles. <laughs> A dude named Noodles killed my dog. Um, dude
1: named Noodles.
0: Some of these are silly. Uh, nope. We did swords.
2: Nope. You want to roll
0: for your catchphrase?
1: Oh, dude. You <laughs> got to do that.
0: <laughs>
2: Twelve. Uh uh, that one doesn't fit your character. Reroll.
0: It's it's for a shopkeeper. (laughs) That one doesn't fit at all.
1: Uh forty-eight.
2: Forty-eight. What do you got? Your your catchphrase
0: is you can tell that it is magical because of the way that it is. I feel like that kind of fits your, your dude. <laughs> I
1: could totally see that working.
0: It's, it's Some assembly required on
1: these
2: things, you know?
1: I think that's right.
2: Oh, you got it. Let's
0: roll for me. 83. I'm at the bottom. <laughs> Mine is just All Will Be Revealed. <laughs>
1: all Will Be Revealed.
0: All Will Be Revealed, dot, dot, dot. All right, that works. Jobs, no. Physical traits, no. Uh, random boons, no. Royal family drama, nah.
2: Uh No. We did titles. I have a lot of these
0: to look at. Yeah, well, a lot of these are for like if the players are coming through, not necessarily for our ability. Villain traits we already have. Weapon histories, runes we did.
2: Uh, whatever.
0: You want a name for a ship? Just uh, for the hell of it?
1: Yeah, why not? And then, that'll be the
0: last one we do. 15. Fifteen. Your ship is called the Last Plank. The,
2: the Last Plank. Yeah. All
1: right.
0: My ship is called the Lady of Black Water. Waters? Yeah, Lady of Black Water. Lady
1: of Black Waters. Oh, huh.
0: yeah.
2: That's pretty pretty fucking like metal. That's pretty rad. Yeah.
0: Uh there we have some. So we have some interesting villains. Like they're a little strange.
1: Yeah, you know, there's some stuff in there. Like it's like they're, oh. they're,
0: they're, like you wouldn't necessarily keep that, right? You would, you would yeah. adjust it and such. But, uh, but it's like, something
1: to go off of, at least. Yeah,
0: it's something to give you some ideas. Like the Necro Dancer thing was yeah. pretty fucking funny.
1: Uh, <laughs> that was just hilarious. Like that would work for a different character, but uh, not. I don't think
0: that would it. work if your bad guy was like a bard, right? Like a bard necromancer guy. I just
1: um, fucking. What was the name of that that thing? Fucking when, man.
0: Which thing? Which spell or whatever.
1: The uh, when, uh, when the music starts playing.
0: Oh, uh irresistible dance or something.
1: Yeah, the irresisti when the irresistible <laughs> zone, dance I'm, Zone oh, of irresistible
0: Irresistible Dance, I think is what it
2: was. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that dude. Like what? That's hilarious. Right. So we're gonna add another tab here. Sheet five. Yep. We're gonna
0: rename it uh quest. And here's what we're gonna do for this. Uh because but the show has run long today and I don't want to run super long. We're gonna give out some homework for Daniel. This is what we're going to do. He gave me homework on music. This time, I'm going to give him a little homework. Um, In chat, as well, if you would like a piece of homework, we'll give you uh, a piece of homework. Uh, And I'll give myself a piece of homework, and we'll all do this the next time we do... Uh, Next week, we can go over it really quick before we start the news. Uh, So, I have within my possession one of the most handiest things you could ever have as a Dungeon Master called the Deck of Stories. The Deck of Stories has a bunch of cards in it, like this. And each card has an opening. Uh, what is it? What does each one stand for? It has an opening action, which is an idea to hook your players into an adventure. Uh, it has a rising action, which is like a twist. Uh, of the unexpected that complicates the story and then the climactic action which is an event that is like the pinnacle like the, 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 the top of the tippy top event right. of the story I also have sensory cards now sensory cards are like uh, a little ambiance to the scene uh, something that engages one of the five senses I also have within my possession NPC cards Now, I don't want to overload you, so we're not going to do the NPC cards. Uh, So I'm going to put those to the side. But what we are going to do is pull three cards. Uh, And we're going to build a quest uh, out of those three cards. Uh, Don't worry about picking out monsters or anything like that. Just, Just think about the story. We can always pick monsters later. Always remember that. Uh, we're going to shuffle these cards. Let me get the cards together and shuffle them. For those of wondering how many cards there are in this fucking thing, in just this one box, and I have other boxes. That is, look at those. That's a fuckload of cards right there. Um, so let me get these out of the way. These are, these are NPC cards. I don't want those.
2: them over here.
1: Right over here.
0: Then we have sensory cards. Okay, we're gonna shuffle these up real good. Just so you guys see, I'm shuffling. I'm not gonna. Be- I don't want to bend my cards. Shovel. So I'm doing like the the lazy shuffle. <laughs> you know, I don't want to. I don't want to bend them. These things are not cheap. So we're gonna. We're gonna. Sh- Shuffle them up. So at least for like one shots, they can be. They can be like for a one shot. I built an adventure uh, uh, using three cards of this and NPCs Sensory cards called the what was it the uh, Parley at Calamity Peak, is what I called it. So we're gonna th- we're gonna draw a card. We have a rising action or a climactic action. This one can be either one. I'm gonna draw. We need an opening action. We got an opening action right here. And we need a climactic action. Right here we have. So we have within our possession three cards. We're going to give Daniel... This is going to be Daniel's three cards. Uh, So, Daniel, you have two options here for your opening action. Okay. Would you rather... Chaos erupts at the circus. Elephants break loose and rampage through town. Or... You are delivering a chest, and something inside starts moving.
1: Let's go with the circus. Circus? I think that'll, I think that'll make things a little, 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 little interesting. Okay. The so
0: chaos, chaos chaos erupts at the circus. Elephants chaos. break loose and rampage through town. Some things to think about, by the way, and we should write these down, are it says next steps here on the card. And they it says, is this merely a distraction? And how do you get people to safety? So think about that. Think about that when you build this quest, Daniel. Um, think about a skill challenge, skill checks, or something like that. Is there something more at work here? Maybe a little story of why 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 is it going on? What's the bad guy I want to achieve here? Imagine you're Stormspine. What do you or, or, or spine striker uh, What what's your goal here? Build it like you're a DM is this is this his quest is he doing something here
1: um, hold on i'm 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 writing I'm setting up the the page thing here
2: yeah
1: all right so chaos erupts at the circus. Was What else was added on to that, by the way?
0: Uh, elephants break loose
2: and rampage
0: through elephants town.
1: Elephants break loose and rampage through town. All
0: right. Uh, I'm going to give you the next steps part. So here's what you should think about. Are they merely a distraction? Question mark. Um how do you get people to safety is also another like little prompt just a thing to think about you don't necessarily have to use it yes. but it's there to kind of get the get the juices flowing right um next up we have a rising action so a rising action is a twist uh of the unexpected that complicates the story so i we read that the, the chest one so you could use that as your rising action. See how it says a little R? So you are delivering a chest, and something inside starts moving. Um, that is That could be one of the uh, like little twists.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, or the Thieves' Guild mistakes a party member for a traitor. Um, now, think about your first part, which is Chaos Erupts at the Circus. Alright, chaos is erupting at the circus. Which one of these things could uh, could 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 feed into that like, chaos?
1: I feel like if you're delivering a chest, like let's say there's something the circus needs, right? Like mm-hmm. uh, you know you're 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 like the, the the party is doing something for the circus and you're, like you're uh sent to go you know on a fetch quest to go get this chest or whatever and then once you once you get to like the circus it the whatever is in that chest could be like you said it starts moving right yeah So something inside starts moving whatever is inside the chest starts moving and it like for whatever reason, it starts affecting the uh, elephants the end, the at end. the circus, and they yeah. break out and and start rampaging all over the place.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So I yeah, think totally. I'll go with that. So all right, let's see the chest, uh, delivery to circus, uh, thing inside moves, causing elephants. Slash. Oh I can't spell. And this thing doesn't give you spell check, so I don't know if I'm. This elephants. It, it it doesn't matter. Like as long as you know
0: what it means. <laughs> yeah,
1: elephants slash. Yeah, I know. But I'm. I, I'm. I'm. Anyway, uh, to rampage. Boom. All right.
0: Some things to think about that chest, by the way, is like: should it be opened? If the party were to open it, what would they find inside? Just some things to think about it. And and where did it come from? Where was it being delivered from? Little mm-hmm. little things to think of. Have fit, fit it fitted into your own little world in a way. Fitted into the world that we built in the Tabaxi starting area, maybe even. Um So we have the first two cards. Yes. So our climactic action is during all of this, this is the pinnacle. This is the tippy top of what's happened. Yes. Uh, the thieves guild mistakes a party member for a traitor. So, Daniel, I'll give you a redraw on if you don't like this card. Um, okay, uh, if you don't like it, but some things I, no, to think I, about I, on I, it.
1: I, I, I just thought there was another option, I, I, I didn't think that would be the only thing I had left.
0: No, 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 that you well, you can keep drawing cards for like ever. <laughs> Almost, uh, well, uh, but let's let's, let's
1: draw something else to see. If, let's let's draw something fire... else. Let's do yeah, it. Let's, let's see what we got let's here. See. Let's let's, let's just see what we get. I'm just curious for like. Yeah, let's
0: do thing. another reshuffle. We're gonna reshuffle. We're gonna reshuffle here.
1: Let's see if we draw a climactic right? action. But, like, nope, yeah, can't just... use that one.
0: I drew an opening action, but we can't use that one.
2: <sighs> Jesus. Okay.
0: Uh, so. This is weird. Um, okay. Let's an avalanche it. reveals the wreckage of a strange ship, and it is capable of interdimensional travel. I know, right? That's a strange card to pull, but you pulled it.
1: That uh, can go in line with... See... This is supposed to be a quest, like, like during a campaign or something, right? Or like yes, but whatever, also, for also think about
0: this: these things don't necessarily have to happen one after another either. They just kind of have yeah. to be connected in
1: a way. So the way that I was kind of connecting them was: so we, going back to our bad guy that we created, my mm-hmm. bad guy has a weapon called the Sun Sword. Yeah. And it was retrieved from another plane, and was, what did you yes. say that, that 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 ship was again? It's an interdimensional
0: uh it's a cap- it's a strange ship capable of interdimensional travel,
1: so it could so go to other kinda, planes, yeah, that's kind of what I was yeah. you know putting that too, and then there was something else up here where, where was it um, anyway, so that's how I kind of connected the two, so maybe I was thinking like that's. Probably that's maybe where uh Gorham got the the weapon from, and you know mm-hmm. how it arrived here, or yeah, how it arrived here, and all that, and whatnot. So, <laughs> I, I think that could work,
2: yeah. Uh,
1: so what was it again? I'm sorry, the climatic climactic action,
0: climactic action. Is the pinnacle of the story,
1: so it's uh, no, yeah, I'm gonna read it. oh, you want the actual
0: card. yeah, the, uh, the actual
1: the actual thing, yeah,
0: my bad. Uh, just so I can write it down. An avalanche reveals the wreckage of a strange ship, and it is capable of interdimensional travel. Um, some things to think about on the next steps of using this card is, is it the origin of a major villain? Does this ship still work? All right. Just a few things to think about. And when it, you know, it's just writing out a little quest, a little adventure. Nothing nothing super complicated. Uh I I like the uh the chaos erupts at the circus, you know? Like really uh, the the chest, the chest could be from the fucking ship and 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 moving it here causes the, this fucking uh uh Elephant avalanche thing to happen and and then you know like there's there's several different ways you could go about doing this Oh, but yeah the it's events gone, don't gone, they yeah. don't necessarily have to follow like immediately after right like you don't have to be okay I'm at a chaos i'm at a, I'm at a chaos I'm at a circus uh and and, and and while I'm at the circus, all hell breaks loose and oh there's also at this circus a a chest that has something inside of it and and that causes the elephants to cause an avalanche like it doesn't have to be one after another. Necessarily is what I was getting at. So that's that's your little homework. Let's draw my homework. All right. Uh, Which it's it's a little easier for me because I've done this before. Um, The nature gods representative seeks a new host for my opening or my climactic. A trusted NPC is not what they claim to be. They are a shapeshifter. And for my final card. The body of a paladin's deceased father has disappeared from its grave. All right. Let me think about this a second. So my opening... My opening is I'm locked into is the nature gods representative seeks a new host. And the reason I'm locked into it is because I didn't draw a uh, another uh, rising action. So my 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 opening. Is. Whoops. The nature gods representative is a hard word spell. Speaks a new host. That did not do at all what I wanted to do. Error. What the hell is going on?
1: There we go.
0: That was weird. Uh, Um, is it a member of the party?
2: Is it a member of the party?
0: are there special qualifications so the, the idea of building the adventure is obviously for your adventuring party Uh, so it's so it's asking questions that you would like. Ask yourself if the party was involved in. Like, is the the representative that wants to be a is the host going to be a member of the party? If it is, you know, what reasons, you know, stuff like that. Um, is there a special reason that that it's like that? Um, I'm gonna get an error again. Yep. <laughs> like, I'm gonna copy paste your rising and Choppy pasta, right there, and then it disappeared.
2: <laughs> what the fuck is going on right
0: now. Um. So I have two options here. Actually, I have one option here. Um, for my rising action. Once again, rising actions are a twist of the unexpected that complicates the story. I already have an idea for this quest of a paladin's dead father has disappeared
2: Uh, from its grave.
1: Not the grave.
0: Mm-hmm. And our climactic action is a trusted NPC is not what who they claim to be.
2: They are a mm. shapeshifter. Oh, man. Oh, man, I got an idea.
0: I'm excited to build this now. I'm going to put these cards, I'm going to write this in here. Uh, What was the body used for?
2: Was this a personal? And for my final one, was the NPC ever real? Can they be trusted?
0: And Daniel, if at any point you need help figuring this out, you just have to ask me, because so I will gladly help you. Um, all right, those are ours. Chat, I'm going to draw some cards for you, and you don't have to do this. I just thought it would be fun if you're watching the VOD or listening in, and you and you want to take part in this. We're gonna you quest quest.
1: going to yeah. yeah, give you a quest.
0: Yeah. Yeah, we're going to give you a quest. So we're going to shuffle up the cards again. I've left mine and Daniel cards out, so you don't get the same ones that we have. Yeah, same.
2: Yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, which the odds of that are very little. Uh... Oh, all right, we got to draw another card. All right, we need a climactic action. Nope. We need a climactic action. Nope. It's going to be a climactic action this time. Yes, we got one. All right. This has to go last.
1: So let's see what their uh, opening action is.
0: Oh, I love this. All right. Your opening action chat. Is deep in the forest, you find a dark scene. Who did figures chant around a statue? So that's your opening action chat. If you're interested in yeah, doing I this, I kind of almost quest. wish
1: I had gotten that one. That one's right.
0: Good. I, I was looking at it, I look at the cards I pulled for this one, and I'm like, fuck, this is good. Uh, yeah. Deep in the forest, you find, and we're going to write this down too. We'll put this under chat's quest right here. Chat's make, uh, another, quest.
1: You just make another thing. Boom. Yeah, I could just make
0: another row.
2: Uh, so it's not in your. Uh... Chats quest. I'll
0: fix the format in a minute. Um, yeah. Opening action. Deep in the forest. You find a dark scene. I'm probably going to misspell some words here because I'm not looking at my keyboard. Figures chant
2: around a statue. Things to think about for you, chat. Is
0: it a ritual to summon
2: a great evil? Or... Perhaps, to keep it at bay. That's
0: your opening action, chat. Say it one more time. Deep in the forest, you find a dark scene. Hooded figures chant around the statue. Your next steps to think about is, is it a ritual to summon a great evil? Or perhaps keep it at bay? Hmm.
2: Interesting.
0: Interesting. Your rising action chat is sometime after you've noticed this this thing has happened. Your party is the party is camped in a shelter. In the shelter of like a large boulder. It is actually a sleeping behemoth. Oh. Was it things to think about? Was it lying in wait? Is it friendly? So a rising action you camp in shelter of a large boulder.
2: It is actually a sleeping behemoth.
0: Was it lying in a way?
2: Is it friendly?
0: Chat, chat, in a way, has a little harder if they haven't made villains. Chat, if you haven't made a villain, you should go make a villain.
1: Make a villain. And
0: then man, link your on. adventure, your this quest here that we're making, to that villain. That's what I'm going to do with my I'm, quest. I'm,
1: I'd be curious to see what you guys, where your guys' villains uh, are. In addition to your story for this quest.
0: Your final climactic action, chat, is... There's a village that needs help. The river has begun to flow backwards. Uh, so that is your climactic action, the final thing that's happening in this quest chain. What is making it happening? Is it, is it the ritual? Is it what is going on here? Was it the behemoth? Something has happened that's gone wrong here to make this happen here. Remember, climactic actions aren't the end of the quest, but you're gonna get to the end of the quest from this. Right? So, think about that as you build it. Uh, the next steps to think about is there something beneath the water that's causing this, or has elemental magic gone wrong? So, a village needs help. Help. The river has begun to flow backwards.
2: Next steps is something beneath the water. As elemental. Magic gone. Oh. All right, let me
0: fix the formatting on that. So your opening action chat is deep in the forest. You find a deep, a deep, uh, a deep, uh, a deep, a dark scene. That's what I meant if I hit B instead of N. Uh, A dark scene, hooded figures chant around the statue. Is it a ritual to summon a great evil or perhaps keep it at bay? Your rising action is you camp in the shelter of a large boulder, but it is actually a behemoth? Was it lying in wait for the party? Is it friendly? Your climactic action is a village needs help. The river has begun to flow backwards. Is it something is something beneath the water? Has elemental mag- magic gone wrong? Um So chat, that's yours. I, you know, you, you don't have to do it, but it's a good little, like, storytelling practice, too. Um, these are all the cards we used. These are mine, Daniel's, and Chad's. We're going to leave them in their own little separate deal. Yep. Um, so we know that uh those cards have been taking, taken. Uh, and I look forward to seeing what we have next week. Also, these NPC cards are great, because they have art on the back, too. We're not going to use them, but I think they're awesome. (laughs) Uh, When I... uh, My my, my headset's dying. I need to plug it in. Um, When I made Parley at Calamity Peak, I also pulled three NPCs for each part of the quest. We're not going to do that because we don't want to overcomplicate things. But uh, uh, the NPC cards are really nice. Uh huh.
2: So I think that's going to do her. I think that's going to do the
0: show. Uh because we're going to build these quests out. We're going to talk about them. Uh we can either talk about them next week or we can talk about them next time we do a world building stream. Whichever whatever Daniel is comfortable doing. I it doesn't matter to uh, me. I think it's, well gives gives chat some makes, time, gives us some time.
1: Yeah, probably it will probably make sense if we do it uh next time we do another one of these. Yeah, why not? Part, That'll part give us time five. to
0: bu- to build it out. Yeah. Yeah uh let sense. us let me fix the format on this let's go ahead and say our goodbyes because this the show has gone on for almost three and a half hours and we need to <laughs> we need to hop off for a little bit so daniel you're going to be up first you are up my friend
1: farewell friends thank you for joining us on uh, D D world building part four Uh, We'll see you again for part five, whenever that is. Uh, Currently playing Saints Row 3 co-op with Josh on stream. Maybe we'll do some Old Republic as well. We'll see what happens. Uh, Stay tuned. Uh, I also have an idea of what's the next story game I want to play. So stay tuned for that. Uh, But yeah, just, you know, Hit me up on uh, all the socials on the sidebar here, and uh, yeah, we'll see you next week. Have a good one, everybody. Bye bye. Peace out. All right. Hi guys. Uh,
0: I am playing Saints Row with Daniel on his streams. Uh, the next couple the uh, couple days, so come by there, check that out. Um, I'm also gonna finish up Mass Effect three at some point, real soon. I promise. Last couple of weeks have been a little busy for me and I just have it streamed because of doing and stuff. Um appreciate everybody for stopping by. Uh thanks for the follow. Uh Ian, I know that's probably you. Uh in the subscription. Appreciate that. Um 3. Appreciate you uh following and, and, and subscribing. Um And make sure to come by next week. We got more Cantina for you. Um, we're available on Spotify do all that stuff, go go check us out we're also available on Google Podcasts now I forgot to tell you that um, I I made that adjustment for us like a couple of weeks ago I don't know if I ever said it on the show but it, we're on Google Podcast now uh, just search Clockwork Cantina we'll pop right up, we're also on Spotify which is probably where most people listen to this at, with the MP3 version uh, until then, we'll see you next time guys Uh, And we appreciate
2: all the support and love. Bye-bye.